Ah, man. I hope niggas still using condoms, man. Just thinking about that shit, I was looking at a couple documentaries about National AIDS Day, and uh, it got me thinking. One condom is out here changing lives, man. A lot of guys say they don't want to use condoms because they don't fit. They feel like the condoms are like droopy, hanging off the tip of their dick, and they say they don't have good feeling. I say use one condoms because my homeboy, he loves magnums. He loves them to death. But he never used them shits. That nigga had a pack of 12 in his drawer for a long time. Never uses them. But he said Magnus is his shit. And I bet if he tried one condom in their industry standard condoms, it would change his life, man. I really think it would change his life, man. Just click on the website, kickashitpod.com. Go over there. Measure your dick from ball to tip, ball to head. Measure your dick. And then once you do that, Miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh, me celebrate. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna, we're gonna jump right into the shits. Mm. Never know what I'm playing. Yo, this might be the vibe for me. It's a vibe. Mm-mm. Okay, nigga, shit. Is it coming? No homo. Uh, <laughs> Oh, shit, that nigga Wiley. I discovered this song on the run one day. That Latoya Jackson? <laughs> nah. Oh, oh. This is. Mama ain't raised no fool. True. But me and my brother never made it out of school. She prayed on me passing that bar. It's way different, my. You see him passing out bars. The definition of a jet setter I'm hip hop still living like a good fella Castle and quick sweater And the queen never trip She travel way faster than you It's right here is Wale And Jasmine Sullivan And Jasmine Sullivan makes me love this song That's what's up Shit called World Tour I, I gotta let the hook run on this shit Go ahead The hook is crazy And the bridge Do you boo Happy Monday, nigga. Happy Monday, everybody at work. Happy Monday, everybody at the crib. Chilling. about to come in and say lift you alive inside episode 30 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. I am your boy Jumpman Jones, and I'm here with my partner in crime, man. Holler at the people. Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy Jukebox Johnny. Y'all already know what it is. We on one today, you heard me? All right, all right. Yeah, dig. I feel like we've had this podcast like all weekend. Yeah, man. <laughs> we've been talking all weekend. Oh, it, man. 
I think it's it, it, I I don't know. This weekend wasn't really eventful. It was just like a bunch of sh- I don't know. It's, it's just, a busy fucking weekend. It was, it was busy. It I've been up. I've been work. Busy. I've been drinking since Thursday. Hanging out with people <laughs> since Thursday. And it's just like what the fuck. And then I'm here, sitting here. It's Sunday night right now. We're recording. Uh huh. And I'm like fuck. I'm gonna be tired of shit at work. I'm saying I said the same thing this morning. It's like, you know what? I'm just I'm I'm gonna stop planning. To go out, I'd like I'm gonna stop planning shit. I'm gonna start planning sleep, like literally, like yo, what you doing tonight, nigga? Going to sleep, sleep. nigga. Like shit, till about ten o'clock. I'm be in that bed, nigga. What about yeah. you? What you got going on? <laughs> but niggas will sell you like people will sell you the shit that they're about to go do. Oh, they will. Yeah, like, like yo, like your plan could be like I'm about to go home and go to sleep, and all you need is that ta- tad bit of I wouldn't mind. Seeing some chicks tonight, or yeah, I wouldn't mind I'll one, just get drink. one drink. Yeah, yeah. that's the, the main thing. It's and like, then I'm it's like, you, water. you get that one phone call that confirms it. It's like, yo, what you about to do? Oh, shit, nigga, I think I'm about to go to sleep. Exactly. Uh, you sure, man? I'm, shit, I'm about to hit up this bar, man. So I, 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 got, I got you on two rounds, man. You know, there's some joints out there, too. I heard it's gonna be some joints out there, nigga. You like, oh, that'll always get a dude. Like shit, let me. I can. I can step out for a minute. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> let me come holler at you. Ain't nothing like going out to see some well put together women. I think that's the only reason. I go yeah, out. I, th- like, I think I go me... out just to see like what ladies look like now. Like, oh, okay, yeah, hey, y'all looking good. Let me go check these outfits yeah. out. Yeah, y'all looking good. I get tired of scrolling past and double tapping. Like, what yeah, and now everybody like? got ass. Oh man, yes. white, black, Latino. Yes. Everybody got ass. Everybody got ass. <laughs> it's like whoa. Did, but is all the ass really ass? Like, is it really their Could ass? Could be fashion over jeans. We live in, yeah. <laughs> Who knows, man? But I've been like, yo, everybody got ass nowadays. This shit is hard out here. You out here trying to be faithful. <sighs> Tell <laughs> me about it. <laughs> this Tell shit is hard, man. It. You out here trying to be faithful, man. Oh, man. Is it? Is it worth it? Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, yo, that nigga like yo, you finna incriminate me on the fire. I don't know man. what the fuck we talking about, bruh. <laughs> oh no, what's going on oh, today, my friend? Shit. All right, man. Let's just get into the shit, <laughs> man. Yo, how was your week though? Oh man. I, yo, cause last week I didn't ask, so I'm like, let me check. Let me check your mental headspace. Oh, I hope y'all got yo, time for this yo, shit. Yo, oh, before we before we get in all that, yo. I want to send a shout out to everybody listening to episode 29 of Kick Shit Podcast. If you care to sound of my voice right now, you listen to today's podcast, man. If you're on iTunes, rate, like, subscribe, do all that good shit. If you're on Spotify, keep, you know what I'm saying, stay plugged in, put us in your rotation. If you're on SoundCloud, follow us. And if you're on Google Play, do whatever it is you niggas do on Google Play. I don't know what you niggas do on Google Play, but do that shit. Um, all the love and support is definitely appreciated. Appreciate everything. If you want to contact us, hit us up, kickingshitpod.com. We've got a contact tab. You can write us. Talk to us. We talk back. I think that's all I had. Now back to you, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So, I've been going through a conundrum lately. All right. This week, I think it was Friday, no, Saturday morning. I was like, yo, am I an alcoholic? Because I've been drinking like shit. You did say since Thursday. Yeah, so, and going back to last week, last week I I drank on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Friday after Thanksgiving, I drank on Thanksgiving. I think I was drinking on Saturday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then I took a break and started drinking again Thursday this week. Drinking on uh, Friday. I got fucked up on Friday. 
Thursday, I was all right. I didn't drink too much. I just did, you know, a couple glasses of wine. Wine is good. Yeah. And then yesterday, I, I was drinking like shit. Of course. Saturday night is the night you let it rip. I've been there before. Like, you drink so much. You're like, yo, do I have a problem? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I think it's a problem when you can't function without alcohol. Like, yeah. you got some people who literally want to be drunk through the day. Like, they have vodka with their coffee. Yeah, they have shots on lunch. Yeah, not me. They're never not sober. For now, I just found out we can have uh, two drinks uh, a day if we want to. But who wants that? Like, who wants to feel good at work? You're right. Only time I could see taking advantage of that is if I'm like stressed the fuck out. I'm like, I'm just gonna go to the bar on my lunch break. I'll be back. I think um, maybe you tackle the problem by maybe finding a different stress reliever. True. Like. I'm gonna. That's the thing. I'm not really a stress drinker though. Ah, I, a good time drinker. Yeah, I just I drink like when people around. Like I, it's rare I'm a drink by Socially. myself. Yeah, I never drink by myself. I feel like most people it's are rare. social drinkers. It was one point in my life where I used to drink by myself, and that's <laughs> I was watching a shitload of Mad Men, so I would get me a pack of Blacks and uh pour some Crown and our Jack Daniels in a glass and just sit up on my couch after work just to look cool. Oh man, no, I used to do the same thing. I used to do the same thing but with music. I get off work, I pour me up a glass, and I just turn the tunes on. The TV's always on because I'm always by myself. Yeah. So it's good to have noise. Like, but then I turn that noise down. Like when you come over here, like the TV's on. Yeah. I don't watch it. I'll have music on and the TV's on. I just like running the energy True. build up. I don't know why. When but the last time you been shell? Uh, that's an awesome question. I got high in 2013. Damn. Was that 2013? Maybe 2014. I was with somebody I had no business with, and we were out gallivanting, <laughs> and we were about to go have some some great sex. And I was, shoot, I took like two bong hits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the little pipe joint. That yeah. you carry with you. I took, yeah. I Stuff took it real hit. quick. Yeah, and, and I hit it like I've been smoking forever. I... Hey, man, it's like riding a bike, man. No oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you that shit was strong. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of those. Um, Let's dive into these headlines and these honorable mentions and these shout outs. Let's, let's, let's dive into the show. Um, Let's not get too, too far into where we're going. Um... Let's get it. First and foremost, we want to send a rest in peace to some people who passed away this week. Uh, at Young Busco is the creator of the What Are Those Mean? He passed away in his sleep at 31. And of Shit. course, everybody knows George H.W. Bush passed away at 94 years old. I barely remember George Bush being president. So I think my presidents go Clinton. Bush Obama Sound about right Cause 92 was when uh, Clinton uh, Started Yeah So what was I was 5 You were 7 6 I know people Were probably Talking shit on Twitter But you know Who about Bush Yeah They don't know nothing About Bush People just talk <laughs> Yo people are savages <laughs> Yo Twitter is fucking sick People are fucking savages They will They will eat you alive And they don't give a fuck What your situation is Like <laughs> They just like they was killing John McCain when he died. Yeah, I feel like he just got to leave dead people alone. 
Yeah, it's true. Like, a lot of times these people that be trolling, they don't know nothing. They don't know why they dislike this person. They exactly. Just, let me let me fire off a few uh, tweets. Yeah, let me fire some shit off, see if I can get a reaction, see yeah. if get a couple of retweets. Because you ever seen some, some real, like, if you're on Twitter, anybody out there that's on Twitter, anything gains any traction, the next thing they do is promote their mixtape. <laughs> it's like so you just shooting true. up tweets all day just to get like a thousand retweets and now yeah. you're at a thousand like oh shit niggas seeing this yo check <laughs> uh, out yeah. my mixtape caught a body volume three dropping tonight just to let y'all know i know why hey, why is everybody a rapper now everybody's been a rapper dude remember when everybody wasn't a rapper remember like never remember that everybody you know, been a rapper i, I remember it was I, I used to do ciphers in school yeah like you had to be a rapper to be in the cypher okay they don't cypher no more like we used to literally it was me and a bunch of corny ass nerdy kids who listen to music and we fucking yo after third period we were not in front of building a and we would sit out there in front of yeah. building a in a circle and we would go bar for bar Probably because y'all was spitting bars. These niggas now. These niggas now don't even know what a that cypher. is. You seen those fucking uh, freshman ciphers, double XL freshman ciphers lately? This shit ain't real. This shit is trash. Oh my god! Like, to, I to, haven't to, seen two codeines in the dream. Pop the pill. Ooh 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 yeah yeah yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah man. I saw. I heard one. I think it was last year. I forgot who it was. That shit was garbage. You had to have bars to be in a cipher, man. Yeah. You had to have bars like. Nigga, we would cipher on the bus. Like, we had four niggas in the back of the bus. We would get it in right there. These kids don't know Oh, yeah. Shit, somebody man. be dropping a beat with a fist. Yeah. <laughs> you had the nigga. Yo, or we, a pencil. Yes. I, we came from the art of, like, just having, I don't know. Nigga, especially when the grinded beat drop. Everybody's freestyling. Psh, nigga, yo, crank me up. And your boy could do the beat real good yeah. on the table. Yo, crank me up. Let me let's go. Uh, they can remix that shit a little. Plug bit. me in right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus and Mero are back on late night. My Shout guys, out to them, man. That's They're cool. gonna be on Showtime 2019. They didn't release a date, but they did release like a little video, let you know they coming back. They was in the rich people seats last night at the fight. Oh yeah, yeah, you told me that. How was the fight, man? Ah, uh, you know that shit was trash. I mean, it was a good fight. It was a good, you know, fight. Break down the fight for those of us who didn't see. I didn't see the fight. All right, so, so uh, it was two undefeated heavyweights, uh, Deontay Wilder, an American, and uh, a Brit, Tyson Fury. They went at it, man. They, it was a really good fight. Deontay is a brawler. Tyson is, a, you know, a boxer, like, you know, old school boxer. And uh, everybody thought Wilder was going to drop Fury. And he dropped him twice, but Fury got right back up. That was like one of the hella memes from uh, last night. People kept doing a meme I did of Tyson Fury getting up like it was it. The Undertaker. So did it come to a decision? It went, Yeah, it went to a decision. And this is where shit kind of get uh, weird. So boxing is really corrupt, man. The judges corrupt. Promoters corrupt. Boxing is in a really bad place right now. So anybody that watched that fight, Either said Tyson Fury won by decision, because that's what everybody thought. Or they were like, um, I can see somebody scoring it for Wilder, but I, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. It was like one of those things, like he really was rooting for Wilder, but you don't think he was going to win. Because he really did get outclassed. He got outboxed last night. He did knock uh, Fury down twice, which gave him some points. But for it to end up being a draw was not the uh, – I don't think that was the correct decision. Wow. So – Fury, Fury got won. screwed. Yeah, Fury got screwed, man. Damn. 
Maybe if the fight was in the UK, the judges would have sided with him. But since you know it was here in America, you, you know what could have been a draw. I seen a Floyd fight that I don't think Floyd necessarily should have won. Um, Marcos that? Maidana part, uh, first fight when he I, fought. Mar- it was some fight he had, and I was like, I mean, did he really win? I felt like when he was boxing Pacquiao, because he did. Well, he knocked Pacquiao down once, right? Nah, he just was hitting his ass. I, I, Floyd but, didn't knock nobody down in a minute. Pacquiao. Connor almost knocked Floyd down. If I'm remembering this shit right, because he was getting in some hits on Floyd. I've never seen Floyd's face take hits like that. Like he was dicing that man up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I felt like I don't know much about boxing. When I see a nigga connect on some hits, I'm like, maybe he should get hella points for that. Yeah. Well, I don't know how that works. Yeah, boxing is it's. Oh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Anything, anytime you got two people going to get each other face to face, basically putting their life on the line, man. They out here fighting. They could die in the ring. They out there they putting their life on the line. The that's just dangerous. That's what I'm saying. And then for that to go to a a judge's scorecard and the judge screw you, screw your hard work over, screw you putting your life on the line for the sake of boxing because you know they want to make money. I mean, that's when you say the sport corrupt. And it's kind of disrespectful, man. That's why a lot of people watching uh, mixed martial arts in the UFC now. Because I mean, no matter if you the favorite or you, you gonna make them a lot of money. If you lose, you lose. Gotcha. But boxing, they know what they want. They got fights they want to make. They got fights they want to promote. And uh, boxing in a bad place right now, which it could be in a good place. I mean, I I didn't even remember. I said, "Yo, you going to watch a UFC fight?" I didn't even know you was watching a boxing. Oh fight. yeah. So that was just yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Um. As I continue on this journey through these shout outs, Kawhi Leonard got a new balance contract. You, you copping? You copping the What new? they look like? I don't know. Nah, I might, man. I fuck with New Balance. I do too. I'm though. more of a Sacconi guy myself, but I fuck with New Balance. I, th- I think they're going to drop some heat. I think they're going to drop some heat, some better heat than Puma. Probably. And New Balance just signed that high school kid that we talked about a couple uh, episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, They mentioned that in the article I was reading on Kawhi Leonard's deal, but they didn't break down like the money. I just know Jordan he must not be been paying them nothing. I don't know why he didn't resign. I guess he wanted to. That nigga's weird to me. Who, Kawhi? Yes. Yeah, it's very weird. Nigga, that guy. fucking Nigga laugh. got straight backs, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> nigga laugh like that. That's a weird <laughs> nigga. <laughs> uh, shout out Michelle Obama, man. She sold 1.4 billion million books in her first week. Uh, uh, Michelle Obama's Becoming book. Um, she said they said she had the number one hardback of the year, selves wise. I mean, it's Michelle Obama, man. Let me clap it up for that. She's number one hardback, but she got that back too. Shout out to Michelle Obama. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ava DuVernay. She got a hundred million from Warner Brothers. Shout out to Ava DuVernay. Good for her, man. Hard um, work and grind pay off. Miguel married his girlfriend of ten years. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, we were talking before the show because I'm going to stop here for a minute. Yes, sir. Ten years. Like, why wait so long? Who knows, man? Maybe he's working on his passion and his purpose. And he had a point in life where he's like, all right, I'm ready to do this and concentrate. Maybe one of the people that just believes solely in if I'm not going to be with you if I can't be with you. You know what I'm saying? I got something I want to pursue. And maybe he had a point in his career here. He's like, all right, I can put my career second to something now. I mean, apparently she was cool with it. You know probably. what I'm saying? Like, she stuck around. We always say stuck around. She probably was up on the plan. Probably, man. But, like, 10 years? I feel like 
either at 10 years we keep doing the same thing. But I felt like this. I felt like it was one of the situations where he may have not planned on it. But now since he's, he's had so much success, he has this woman in his life that maybe it was one of those things where it's like, how how can I make sure she's financially straight when I leave this earth? Mm. I thought it was that type of thing. Like, I love her so much. Yeah. I'm going to make this legal. You know what I'm saying? So... If something was to happen to me, she's taken care of, and she won't have to fight to get those funds. They will be readily available to her. Could be. That's how I was thinking about it. Because after 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it got me thinking. Like I said last week, it's amazing sometimes why men get married. <laughs> like, what what moves you? And I'll get into that later because we're going to... Uh, spoiler alert. We're going to spoil Creed for all you guys. <laughs> but, um... It's been two weeks. It's been long enough. Yeah, it's been long enough. You niggas got a chance. Well, as a matter of fact, we could have did it that weekend because niggas didn't have to work. And it was off all day on Thanksgiving. That is true. Ain't no excuse. If you want to go see Creed, you should have been seeing it by now. Shit was um, selling out like a mug, though. Speaking of being able to freestyle and hold your own, like we were talking about earlier, Meek Mill dropped new music this week. That album is flame, man. I'm happy yeah, to drop man. A, I'm happy for that nigga. Drop a bomb for that. That that album shocked me. That's probably the best Meek Mill album I've heard ever. Me too, man. I don't even like Meek like that. And I don't I like him like that either. That's what's up. That the first album good. was good, but this one right here was was pretty fire. Um, exactly. The Jay Z verse had the internet in flames, but um, that verse was hard. I don't think niggas really. I don't know. That Jay Z verse had me from the beginning. Like mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as I heard the first couple words he uttered out of his mouth, I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah, he going there. He went there. Good thing he went there, man. <laughs> he had to teach us something, man. We gotta start listening to Jay Z. I mean, stop saying he's spitting that shit and be listen to what he's saying. Yeah, and applaud what the fuck he's yeah. saying, man. I think, I think the shit did. I I feel like the nigga dissed me when he said <laughs> he dissed a lot of us. I feel like the nigga dissed me when he said, you know what I'm saying? You still going work for your boss with the hairpiece? I'm like, oh yeah, shit, I do work true. for that nigga. He telling the truth though, man. It's just <laughs> I don't know, man. Like rappers. Hustlers in general, when they make it out of that hustle environment and get into like a boardroom environment, they just, it's nat- yeah, it's Easy. a natural transition. And Jay-Z is like uh, somebody that does it. Diddy, Diddy a natural born hustler. Uh, 50 Cent. Coming from, and coming from Jay-Z's angle, he's never been like, he's always had leverage on any deal he's had. Yeah. Like he was a, he was part owner of the Rockefeller. He owns the labels. I'm pretty sure he owns his masters. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's releasing Probably albums. Probably majority. He might own them all now. And now he releases music on Tidal. And not only does he release music on Tidal, um, I was look. I seen a meme that shows the pay cuts that are offered for streams. And Tidal offers the most money for streams. So, Jay-Z just tends to consistently be him and his wife consistently continue to be for the empowerment and the better the uh what do i, what do I want to say they they continue to be for the empowerment and seeing black people are uh, seeing our culture as a as a whole do better and 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 actually own this culture because we don't own none of the culture mm-hmm. you know they own they shit but most of these artists and rappers that we like they all you know what i'm saying our whole our whole culture is being sold and and profited by uh white people period 
True, the, the man. Yeah, they make most of the money off our culture, and it seems like rocket science. Oh, well, it seems like an easy. Um, it seems like an easy solution to say, "Hey, I'm gonna go in here, own my own music, do my own thing, release my own music, push my own music, put my time and energy to that." Yeah. And I and we but we say that so carefree, but is it really that easy to be independent? And I think like most independent acts, when it comes to music, come from the south. Most acts out of the south were pretty much independent outside of Outkast. Yeah, I know they had a big deal with Arista Records. Yep, shout out Arista. But um, like Scarface. He was on rap a lot. Rap a lot was independent. No limit was independent. They had to be though, because all the majors because nobody was giving. Yeah, them all the a majors chance. was in L.A. and New York. Now Atlanta, you can kind of get signed in Atlanta. But when you look at that, when you look at that, and you say, okay, they did it. I feel like today is so much easier. Like you could upload your own music. Yeah, you, you know really what I'm can. saying. Like it seems like it's more cost effective. I don't know though. Like I would have to have. Somebody in the industry to tell me why it can't happen or why it can't happen. But, I mean, the shit that Jay-Z's talking about is pretty much, um, he's talking about being free, pretty much. Like, yeah. that whole verse is just about being free. The whole song is about being free. But that nigga's talking about financial freedom. And that's something black people can can have. Because the freedoms that white people try to sell us on, we'll never have. I feel like we'll never have. Let me, let me not say yeah. that. I'll say from my opinion. I feel like in this country... The way we've been demonized through televisions, marketing, ads, and just uh, propaganda and just through history with our story being told and not being told by us will always be viewed in a certain light. And the only type of freedom I feel black folks can have is financial freedom if we put our money in the right places. And with the financial freedom, we can afford other things and we can worry less about what they think about us because we always want to see the day table. We just we need just need to be our be with ourselves, mm-hmm. make our own money, have our own communities. I notice like other minority communities, they don't they're not looking for a seat at the table because they got bar barter. I think it's barring power. Like they have power, and I feel like black people have power. We just have to use it right. That's true, and I think like um, I guess you could say the white white people are the man, uh, the powers that be. They see somebody, like I say, we and you start rapping on SoundCloud, and we just rapping. They see us, and they was like, how can I make a profit off them? But we should be able to say, how can we make a profit off rapping and do that ourselves? But they saying, how can I make a profit off these guys, um, you know, pay them, but I'm making money too. And decide- when that's how you should be when you're independent. You should be like, how can I profit, make a profit off this? How can I turn what I'm doing, my passion, or what I like to do into a profit? And we also decide... Also, by owning it, we decide who could be in it and who can't be in it. I think that's important, too. I think it's important to say, you know what I'm saying, who can and can't do things. Because this is this is your culture. Like, the whole rap shit, that's black shit. Yeah. I think it's important to say who can and can't do shit. I could get on that topic and stay on it for a minute. Because it's, it's like I say, that verse is cool, but it's it's, it's, dived, it's so much shit dived in there. But otherwise, overall, good-ass album. Yeah. Y'all go check that championship out. That's, that cover's still trash. Yeah, look like an old cash money cover. <laughs> oh, but what reason I didn't want to say all white people? Because I was hearing about uh, L.A. Reid was kind of screwing people over. He was kind of doing what yeah, we say white yeah. people do. Dude, so no. that's why I said the man, the powers that be, because it's black people that's up there yeah. that's doing that now. Yes, they are definitely guilty of taking it. advantage of people. Taking advantage. Yeah, I, I trust Puff Daddy took advantage of a lot of. Oh them. yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, the checks he was cutting, I, I believe that that relationship with him and Biggie would have came to a head money wise. Oh, definitely would have. Once he realized the money that was out there. 
money wise, it would have came to a head. But even somebody like L.A. Reid works yeah. for a bigger company. True. So if Sean Combs, but that's all I'm saying. Sean Combs is, you know, he owns Bad Boy. You know what I'm saying? And he signing black artists. So that would be a black person controlling the narrative of the culture. Mm-hmm. Now, what he does when he pays these artists is different. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I'm saying? He would be a person that's pretty much doing it independent. And I feel like the other artists under there should be definitely making sure they get paid from these labels because they, they, don't, they don't make no money. Maybe. Your favorite rapper ain't making no money. Newsflash. Um, Amber Geyer, the lady who uh, murdered Botham Jean down in Dallas, yeah. is being indicted. So I do want to shout that out. Yeah, it happened. Maybe we'll get some justice here. Um, I'm going to have a lot of details on that. Um, I've been watching a lot of CNN lately, man. Um, uh, every day they talk about Trump. Um, I woke up one day and um, they were talking about Michael Cohen. I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah. Apparently, he snitched on Trump. <laughs> Trump lawyers. And um, I was just tripping off the shit. I'm like, damn, because he's trying to get his time reduced. I think yeah. he's already under fire. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get his time reduced. That I think whole he, shit about to blow up. You think so? You think yeah. they're going to get Trump the fuck out of here? I don't know if they'll get Trump out of there, but everybody in his either. circle will get out of there. <sighs> Trump Jr., Cohen. Oh, they going to jail, though? They're going to do some kind of time. I mean... I feel sorry for them. You get, like, the FBI, they're not going to waste an investigation. They got there's too much time that they're putting into this not to pull something from it. Somebody will get busted. Somebody will get some time. If they, if they felt like they had they didn't have anything, then they wouldn't care. They wouldn't. They wouldn't dive into it. Yo, Trump has got to be the the like the 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 U.S. Castro or some shit like like not Castro who who was like militant. Um, you say I, Castro? I, yeah, like he's he don't give a fuck. A Bin Laden? He could be like a Bin Laden. A Bin Laden, Laden like yeah, he's like our American version. Like he don't yeah. give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> if it wasn't for checks, I would and compare an American president to the terrorist though to a terrorist. So I, I ain't gonna say Bin Laden. Why not though? Yeah, no, I guess I got respect for the title. Regardless Ooh, of who has it, that's cool. I don't really care. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that dick is wild. If there wasn't a system of checks and balances, he'd definitely just shoot. Like, it'd definitely be some other shit going on in America right now. And um, oh yeah, yeah. Thank God for checks and balances, man. I did want to bring up the fact that uh, did you see the recount for Mississippi? And that oh, uh, what was that white woman's name? Now you tell me. I would have had it ready. The one that basically said she would go to a, a hanging. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I this is the thing that get me. And when you get her name, let me know. But this is shit that be getting me with like these news stories sometimes. When you got somebody in a state like Mississippi of Caucasian, like of Caucasian descent, and they say some shit like that. Is it really shocking? Cindy Hyde-Smith. Cindy Hyde-Smith. Is it, is it really shocking what she said? Like, I I don't know. I don't know why I find it funny. I just find shit like that funny. What, did she won? No, no, I don't find it funny. She won. Like, the fact that she won is like, I, I find that, like, to be a no-brainer. Like, it's Mississippi. Yeah. Like, it's Mississippi. <laughs> like, come on. I was, I was more shocked that they had a black dude even, like, shout out to him. What was his name? I can't even remember his name. I was watching all week. Light uh, Mike Espy. Mike, yeah, Mike Espy, man. So shout out, shout out to him for even trying. 
in a state like Mississippi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got pretty damn close for a, a really red in a, state. Yeah, in a state like Mississippi to even stand a chance. I think it was 55% to 45%, something like that. Him, Andrew, and Stacey Abrams ran in places where I don't think people realize, like, that shit is, um, that's big. Yeah. Or having, like, like that's, that's, that's just, a good sign. That's I a good say. sign, like. For those areas, because yeah. believe it or not, America, like those areas still have episodes of racism like you see on the movie Roots. Like they still will get you if you're black and in the wrong part of Georgia, you can still get drugged by a car or hung or whatever just because you're black. Yeah. Like that shit happens. So when you see that county in Alabama, just this day first year having a segregated school, that's crazy. They got. They have un, this. They first year were unsegregated. Yeah, students. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But that's the South. I, mean, I don't think. I don't think the rest of America realizes like this little piece of the country. The oh South. yeah. They they didn't realize that. That's why when Trump won, a lot of people was like pissed off because they was like, "What? Yeah, like how?" And then like we we weren't surprised. I was shocked that he won, but I was like, "Well, I'm not surprised." But I was shocked that he won. Exactly. Yes, because it's like I don't know. I feel like. People in New York and L.A. and in Chicago, if they've never been down here, they don't realize, like, it's kind of still like the movies down here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We have metropolitan areas, but once you leave the metropolitan, like, once you leave Charlotte, it's funny. I'm driving yesterday looking for a place to play basketball, and um, I always tell people, once you leave Charlotte, you realize you're in the South. And so I'm down there by a uh, uh Going towards Concord Mills Boulevard, I'm passing the speedway. Mm. I literally cross over the city limits, and the first thing I see is the Confederate flag. Oh yeah! Like I always try to tell people, like this is—it's just funny. Like, you, like this is where we live, and this is—it's just a part of where we're from. These things are seen, and when I turn on the TV and I see the outrage over this shit, I'm like. This shit's really fucking common, people. Yeah, like people like uh, <laughs> Chelsea Handler and uh, what's my girl, Kathy Griffin. They were like, they like so gung ho on getting Trump out of there. And they just, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a Trump and it's, it's, a, it's a Trump in Canapolis. It's a street full of Trumps in Canapolis. This is like these motherfuckers, like, <laughs> they got, got a different accent, but they in Canapolis. They all over this country. Country, yeah. Like, people like that do exist. They never went anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think what happens is. Because so, Trump is not. He not that bad of a racist, but he know he has to say some racist shit, shit to get to get those guys going. to live in Canapolis. That nigga said not that bad of a racist. <laughs> he really not. He, you know Trump had black friends before this presidency. You, you racist as fuck. Trump was nigga. Hollywood, bro. Trump was Hollywood. You, true, but Hollywood's racist. Little John was hanging out with Trump. But black Hollywood, ass little John. Hollywood is racist. Fuck. We don't ever real, like we only see the movies. Yeah, we don't ever see the politics behind Hollywood. Like we enjoy the fuck out of the movies. Oh yeah, Hollywood you know is saying? Hollywood is racist as fuck. Sexist, sexist. Um, I don't want to say they anti uh, gay because homophobic. Uh, I think that's what they call. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of gay people run Hollywood. So hot take. They really do, man. No, they do. They yeah. do. They do. I don't think a lot of people know that though. That's why I say hot take. Um, and we went off on a tangent. Yeah, man. GM has shut down plants in the U.S. and Canada. So, I mean, just just along the lines of what we're talking about with Trump, like the states that these plants shut down in. He promised y'all he was going to have jobs here. He promised y'all he was going to have jobs here. And 
Here it is. First Y'all quarter of 2019. You out, of, you out of work. I seen this with Bush at the tail end right before Obama came in. I seen this with that recession shit. Motherfuckers got laid off. I've seen, I've, we've seen these episodes before. It's starting to look real familiar. Yeah, man. It's hard for these jobs, these big companies to keep jobs in America, be public companies, which means they have to show profit every year to keep their investors without cutting costs somewhere. And like the when people cut costs on a company, the first thing they do is layoffs because salary the is They lay off like, big managers, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not they just do. the little people. They yeah. get the big managers. The managers too. get the severance package. The little guys get a severage packet too, but it ain't nothing to them because it's you, your severage packet ain't nothing but some of your 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 pay. Yeah, nah, you right. You're, and you're, you're yeah, yeah, right. it's it's hard for a company. That's why I'd be like realistic when people say they want jobs in America, like those factory jobs, because it, it's it's hard to keep those jobs and then still show that you're making a profit for your, I, for your business. I guess it's like, has we outsourced more jobs? What kind of new opportunity is there? I feel like America is a dog eat dog place. Like you gotta get. I I and I don't. Th- I think, tech man, tech is where it's at. I, yeah, I think like you have to raise your kids and say, hey, this is where the market's going. If you plan on working, you might want to invest your life in this, invest your life in, in that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The older generation, we're kind of lost as far as like what should we invest our time in because they're going away. Like they're even cutting costs in the medical field, man. Because insurance companies don't want to pay money for certain therapies, and it's and those therapies are expensive. Man, chemotherapies is tens of thousands of dollars yeah. for chemo. Like, like it's it's expensive. This is a shame. Cancer, like our number one killer, and they will kill. And and the insurance company will cut you off once you hit a limit. Mm-hmm. If you are sick in this country, bro, you hit a limit with your insurance company, you either gonna go to the next and hope you can get some approval. Like it's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. This this country is really about making. You got to make money here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to take care of you here. You have to take care of yourself. And I think that's the thing. That's why I say black people, I don't think we really, do we really rely on the government like that? Because we know we got to get out here and take care of ourselves. Like, yeah. we know ain't nobody going to give a shit. Yeah, I don't think we, I don't know who relies they try on the to, government, that's, Yeah, they try to make it like it's us. Just from working in the bank, there are people that rely on the government. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's mostly like I feel like millennials. We don't really we're not going to be the ones. But I feel like the older generations of black people, uh, that was kind of how they were taught. It's like get old, rely on the government. The yeah. government will take care of you. I think now we starting to see that we're going to have to take care of ourselves when we get older. Oh, yeah, you must definitely but yeah, are. I think the older generations are like, you know, like, you know, once you work this time, they didn't put money to the side for retirement. They just was like, we're going to rely on Social Security and government benefits to take care of us. Which I see, cause I don't know. I mean, you you know black people. You know any older black people that prepare for retirement? Uh yeah. It's something we have. We have. That's one part of life I haven't learned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people. Like I know talking to like some of my white coworkers, they know a lot about 401k retirement yeah. packages, what to invest in. When it comes to being black, it's like it's always a plan to make money. But what? What did, what did you what is the cutoff? What is the plan to retirement? I don't I, I don't know. That's why I say information in our community is like yeah, thin. It's not you know what I'm saying? You gotta find it. Mm-hmm. Or you gotta have somebody who's been through it so they can help you. Yeah. And they gotta be willing to learn. Yeah, and you gotta be willing mm-hmm. to want to take in that information. Yeah, because you start talking to somebody like, oh, okay, yeah, I know about that. I know about that. When well, they really don't know, they just try to say that they like act like they understand, but they really don't know. Yeah. So if you don't know, is you soak it in, ask questions. 
don't act. It's, it's okay not to know. It's okay not to know. Oh, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's okay not to go. It's stupid. You know, your teacher be like, it's okay if y'all have questions, ask. You know, oh, come it up. But you my like, dumb nah. ass be asking all kinds of questions. Yo, I used to hate the nigga that kept asking questions when you trying to get the fuck out of class. Oh, yeah. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. I hate that shit at work. When you in a meeting uh-huh. and a nigga got a question and they got more. And these questions, yo. I'm sorry. There is a such thing as a dumb question. I hit them <laughs> motherfuckers at work ask some of the dumbest questions. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. He don't know the answer to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he just told you, like, hey, yo, and your manager gives you the wildest roundabout answer that he doesn't know the shit. Heck yeah, motherfucker be dragging that shit and, on. He's like, well, see, the intricacies of the probabilities of the, but I have no information for uh-huh. you. But uh, do me a favor, uh, call over to that department and check for me, just to make sure what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is right, okay? Now you gotta do some work. <laughs> hey man, before we dive into headline news, mm-hmm. I'm reading um, shit for the show, so mm-hmm. I can be a little knowledgeable. Straight up. And I came across a story about Tim Allen, Tim Allen, Tim the, Tim the Tool Man fucking Taylor. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to Home Improvement. Yeah, man. <laughs> Whatever the hell that shit he used to do on there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, man. I did not know that in 73, he was arrested on cocaine possession charges. 1.7 yeah, pounds. Nigga was doing it, man. Trapping, man. Trapping out the band, though. Ho, ho, ho. Before you get this nigga his credit, <laughs> he straight dropped dime on them niggas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I got to thinking, like, that's a lot of cocaine. Who the fuck did you drop a dime on? And yeah. how they didn't touch you? True. Like, now now I'm looking at his career like, oh, you had to get to Hollywood. Because now, because if, if you got caught with that much coke, that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. He got that shit cut to three, three years? I think he three years in prison? I think eight, and they gave him two. Like, he did, only did two. So, you got eight, you did two. I'm pretty sure... That's some bullshit, first of all. Cause my cousin, that motherfucker served a whole term. <laughs> yo, I mean, yo, you see that shit? <laughs> Do you see that shit? I ain't get that nigga no early nothing. Nah, nigga. Did he snitch though? Probably not, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take see, it to the grave. This nigga Tim dropped down, so I'm thinking like this. This is my whole thought. I'm like, all right, so Tim dropped down. 1.7. 1.7. You gotta be a real uh, lord. You, hold on, she is. I don't know what she is. She, I'm about to follow she, her. She, she's something. Look her up. Anyway, <laughs> listen. One point seven grand. That's a lifetime sentence, bro. Definitely. Got that shit cut to eight. My man, my man, my man got threatened. Trust. He got threatened. One point seven. So I believe Tim was out here in Hollywood getting these checks, but somebody behind the wall was getting percentage, like. He was taking care so. of somebody to keep his family safe. Oh, probably. Because they was going to kill that man. What? Come on. You can't. I can't find her. It's all good. You can't. Did you Google her? No, I was trying. I can't remember what her name was. You can't drop down on niggas. Man. <laughs> Another crazy thing I got to think about. Tell me about Another it, Another story I came across. This nigga Hugh Hefner. Shout out Hugh. This nigga Hugh Hefner, man. I think I know this story. He's a nasty nigga. He out here in the White House. Not the White House. At the Playboy Mansion recording his sex chronicles. So 
I think it was the article said about 2002, he had put all his sex videos filmed at his house in a treasure chest. Yeah. And dropped it to the bottom of the ocean. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I would love to find that chest. Oh, yeah. I wonder who the Come fuck on. is on there. You haven't been fucking since been fucking. I, mean, you, I think we'd be shocked to see who's on there. And it was all because of the climate change. He, he was making, like, he's seen all this shit going down. He's like, whoa, if anybody ever got a hold of these tapes, yeah, I'm going to die in jail. <laughs> Damn. Be, think about, like, think it's some wild shit used to go on at the play. Somebody will find that shit eventually. Come on, man. It's like a nonstop sex party over there. I no man, like, that shit brazy, bitch. Yo, speaking of, <laughs> as we go in the headline news, would you go to a sex party? When I go to one, I'd be scared party? as hell. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, mean, I would have to ease myself into a sex party. Cause we in headline news now. Oh. I, <laughs> I definitely would go because I want to see. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like nonstop sex party. They was doing everything. Yeah. And it was, we talking about all the Playboy buddies. Oh, yeah. They was top episode sex of, party. You remember the, uh, exactly. You remember that, um, what, that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, yeah. And you see all the chicks and they looking for Hillary. I remember being a kid watching that shit like, damn, I would love to be there. Like, them, them mugs was bad. Oh, yeah. They still bad there. <sighs> Oh, it's still, yeah, it still is a place. Yeah, it's still bad there. My whole thing is this. Are you wearing condoms at the orgy party? I don't know how that works. I'm going to wear one, ones, you know, one condoms if I'm there. But I don't know how that works. But I think so because I was listening to, I think, Horrible Decisions one time. And um, I think Mandy went to a sex party. And she said they just had a whole bunch of condoms there. But, I mean... Can't, I wonder if you could get pussy if you're trying to go raw at the sex party. Maybe with your partner that you go with. Or, hmm, that's interesting. Because then I was like, the nasty shit that happened this week, my man Dwight Howard is at the sex party going raw. And allegedly. I'm like, I'm like. Nigga probably had a goat skin condom on. First of all, allegedly true. But the sex party's not allegedly because oh. you, you, you come on, you in the NBA, you went to a sex party. Probably, I guess. You went to the sex party. I want to hear him say it, but I heard he gonna be out for two to three months. He had to get a butt talk to me. Listen, you. T- <laughs> <laughs> you definitely gonna hear that nigga Dwight. Listen, the one thing I got, I'm gonna shout Dwight out on is that nigga ain't said shit. Hell no. Nah. He ain't gonna say shit because the smartest thing you can do when you in a situation is shut the fuck up. Period. Yeah, especially his situation. Whether you guilty or not guilty, you could just shut the fuck up. You didn't do nothing wrong, Dwight. I don't think he did anything wrong. You could love whoever you want to love. But my nigga, if you going to the sex party, first of all, rap He ain't love up. that man. He was just booty. He was just some booty for him. He ain't love that man. <laughs> that nigga was ugly too. That disappointed me. I was like, because I was. Oh, the, the accuser? Yes, because I looked at horrible decisions and a couple weeks ago. They had a, yeah. They had a woman on there, to be correct. Trans woman. Well, it's a woman. Um, to be correct. Now you say what you want to say, but they had a woman on there, and um, I looked, and I sent it to my nigga. I was like, "Yo, you see this?" And my nigga like, "Damn, she she alright." I was like, "Nigga, that's, you know, she that's a woman, but that's not a woman." And he's like, "Oh," I was like, "Yeah." So I'm looking at the wife's chick like. 
or dude, because I think he said he's not a chick. He's yeah, a dude. Yeah, he said he's gay. He's cisgendered. So, yeah, so I'm just like, nigga, you could have did better. <laughs> like Probably. Like, come on, my guy. <laughs> Like you got this Why is this Why is this nigga Like why is this nigga Targeting you in the first place This nigga trash He's trash looking Like you probably got a big dick <laughs> Like you could do better The right white here. probably like him thick that, that nigga was skinny wasn't he Yeah like From what all the pictures I've seen what the, It's so hard to understand Cause I thought he was trans But they say he's a gay man So I'm like damn What is trans um, But I don't know I don't know And I'm not at liberty to tell you Me All either. I can tell you is this you, I think us who are not in the community, it you don't know what to call them because some people find trans woman, trans man, or transgender uh, disrespectful. Some don't find it disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what that person normally wants to be called. Um, out of respect, if that the article says he was a man, so it would be respectful to call the man a man. Yeah. Now, if the article, you know, if that person, I'd like Caitlyn Jenner, it would be disrespectful to refer to Caitlyn Jenner as a man still. That's yeah. the climate. That's all I'm saying on that. Once again, though, <laughs> I'm going to the sex party, but I'm wrapping up. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that, yeah. That was, me that too, was, that was where I was at. I was, I'm going to the sex party, but I'm, I'm wrapping too. up. I'm wrapping up. And then, Unless you go eat my ass, I'll let you eat my ass. I'm good on that too, man. But you don't want your at ass At the sex ate? party? At the sex party? You might as well, you at the sex party, you might as well do all the type of sex you can do. Mm, I, I agree. I, I agree with that. You know what? I agree with that. Yeah. You at the sex party, do you at Shout the out to party. all the women that eat ass. Because niggas got some hairy fucking asses. Y'all motherfuckers don't There's give a fuck. There's some bold motherfuckers, <laughs> yo. Like, if you out here eating ass, nigga, that shit is bold. Nigga, shout out to anybody who, like, I used to always tell women, like, yo, I applaud y'all. Because niggas, I, me personally, men are not my forte. So the yeah. fact that you even like a man. Like, nigga, we hairy and sweaty yeah. and nasty. Yeah, you let niggas finger you. <laughs> we got dirty ass fingernails. <laughs> I know, right? We barely wash our hands when we pee, especially when we're at the crib. I might wash my hands in public, but at the crib, I flush and leave. <laughs> Truth, nigga. Y'all women don't give. Y'all, y'all don't know. Truth, nigga. Y'all eating like, hairy ass, letting niggas finger y'all with the dirty weed blunt, the blunt that the. Oh, the, the, I see niggas. They fingertips got the brown from the cigarillo and see shit. The dirt there. Yo, I don't want fucking hands smell like balls. Y'all let that nigga finger y'all. Now, now you got me thinking like, yo, the yeast <laughs> infections down there. <laughs> exactly. Jesus. Oh my God! That's bananas. But I, I'll give them a one more round of applause to them women, bro. Yeah, we do gotta shout the women out, man. Women deal with so much. Yeah, y'all be cleaning it up for us. Y'all, y'all take y'all time cleaning it up for us. You know, women are into some nasty shit. Niggas like you coming through. <laughs> we do a good smell test. We might get in the shower. We might just take a, take a rag over it and throw are, some baby powder down there. Women are into some nasty shit. Like to be into niggas, you are nasty because we're some nasty people. So that's some nasty shit. True. <laughs> And and back to my nigga's accuser. I think the I think one of the things too coming from this news story, just to, on a serious note, I felt like if that person felt that they were being um harassed mm-hmm. in a way that wasn't right, I don't feel that putting shit on Twitter is the correct way to get um some something done. I don't know. Did they report it to the police? That's, I don't know. That was never mentioned. If yeah, it was that, that, that was to the never police. mentioned. And I feel like, why is this the first place we run? And I feel like that shit would have been on the news. Like, I don't think ESPN covered it. ESPN is not going to cover it. But you know why ESPN is not going to cover it? That's a sensitive topic. 
Like in America. Yeah, that's why I know charges are wasn't brought up. Because if charges was brought up, then they would have covered it. Yeah, they would have covered it. They have to cover some news out. A news outlet would have he just, to cover it. He just blasted Dwight on Twitter. And that's pretty much it. So it was like, man, they were flaming Dwight. Yeah, they I were. Feel, it was killing my I man. I feel bad for Dwight, man. I'm like, damn. Well, I feel, like the dude, it's like, <sighs> you, okay, the guy is a gay man. Mm-hmm. And apparently Dwight is, you know, bisexual, gay, whatever you want to call it. Allegedly. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like if gay people are fighting for equal rights and you gay and Dwight gay, why are you going to bring him down by saying that he's gay? That is true. They were talking about um, people that were on this person's side were mentioning it's people like Dwight who um, further the narrative of um, what, were they, what were they saying? It was it's people like Dwight uh, threatening this man's life that further the narrative of of people being treated like this or it's okay to treat a person like this or threaten a person like this. But I mean, hold on. I lost my train of thought. What'd you say again? <laughs> well, I was saying that he kind of, I guess you could say weaponized being gay, like saying, I'm going to expose you. Yeah. And so that's, so that, what's wrong. Well, that's, that's you making it seem like it's something wrong with being gay by saying, yeah, I'm going to expose, by, you, for by being exposing gay. you. And if you know that person that you're sleeping with, if you are gay, has a problem or hasn't come out yet, wouldn't you want to keep that a secret for that person? Exactly. If you, love, if you care about that person, like, you know they haven't dealt with their, their that mental issue yet. Like they they haven't confronted who they really are yet. You have. Yeah, maybe he just not you know ready. Don't don't. And so that's why I'm saying further in the nar- narrative of her being this him being this victim, where at the same time you're victimizing Dwight because you gotta let that man come out on his own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't put that out. You can't weaponize your gayness. To make somebody else who's not out there yet, you know, now you, I don't think that's right. That's mm-hmm. not right. Don't do that to him, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Like, if you care about somebody, if that's your man, no matter what y'all going through, don't out him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when he's ready to let us know, he'll let us know. Yeah, you never know why he's hiding. He might not be hiding it to be on the download. He might be hiding it for like career reasons, family reasons. Yeah, family his reasons. Don't want his mom to know. Like, yeah, there's a lot of guys out here that hide who they truly are. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll come out when it's time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is it? I don't think. I think you should be honest in your dealings, though. Mm-hmm. If, like, if you're out here and you're still dealing with women, you know, you need to let women know, like, hey, I'm into this as well. And I, I think the person that you're talking to. Should be able to say, either say, okay, that's cool, I don't have a problem with it, or I have a problem with it, but still don't feel the need to like go out here and further what this person is right now. Like this person's in a tough spot. They're dealing with, they feel a certain way, and society can't let them feel a certain way because society's gonna kill you. Yeah, for being gay, you know what I'm saying? Society, like you've seen the jokes. They killed my man. Yeah, you've seen the jokes. So, and society's not gonna welcome you with open arms. So I say. You should always use use some discernment when dealing with people, especially when you're dealing with things like that. You know what I'm saying? You 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 putting something out there, like you say, weaponizing being gay. Like, don't do that. Like, and that's and see that whole thing had me thinking. Like, the society we live in, it's like we we want like we want to they want so bad to be on his side because he was being harassed. But sometimes you got to look at both sides of the picture, and then it's like. Has a has for your community. Don't do that shit to him. Exactly. Don't do that shit to people because now when some real shit happens to a a, a trans person or a homosexual person, and and let's say you're lying about this whole situation, you're fucking it up for people who actually need the help. Mm-hmm. Like you got trans and home homo people out here, like homosexual people out here that really need help. Don't fuck it up for them. You know what I'm saying by crying wolf. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The same thing I say with racism. We can't say, hey, that's racist on every single thing because eventually somebody's going to say, you know what, fuck that. And that's what you don't want. You don't want people to look at your story and say, you know what, fuck that. Yeah, (laughs) how many times you going to call a wolf to the people like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't don't care about you. I don't care if you beat your ass. Like, no, nigga, like, like, be honest in your dealings, man. Like, that's just not call wolf on everything. I don't know why people get off on exposing, like, gay men. Because um, I remember they used to have a download detective in Charlotte. He was out here exposing thugs around Charlotte, like videotaping them and shit, getting fucked or sucking dick or some shit. And I'm like, what's the point of exposing them? Um, but he did say, he said that he was exposing them because they out here having sex with their baby mamas and, and they out like, having sex with a man at the same thing. That's what, what was his reason. And, and I feel like you should them. be, I feel like she, I, and I agree, I don't agree with him, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying before, in that case, if you're still out here dealing in both worlds, yeah. I believe you should be upfront with your partners. Yeah, like let them know, like yo, I'm I'm into this because it's you know you, people need to like I, your partner need to know. Like I'm sorry, that is true. If I'm if I'm exposing to myself to you sexually, you need to be talking. Even to me. if you straight and you fucking around with two girls, you need to let them know no. that you fucking with somebody else. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I agree. I, I do agree, man. I do agree. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Or at least I don't know no, how I you know, explain I do, it, that but you got it. Right. Yeah. You are totally right at what you say. You're not wrong at what you are saying. But um, damn, where were I? I lose my train of thought so easy. Um, where were I? Where was I going? I was. I had an answer to your question. I was talking to a friend of mine this week, mm-hmm. and she was explaining to me the psyche of why that's done. Why they? Why are they outing people? Um. People in the LGBT community are are constantly threatened. Their lives are threatened. Their being is threatened. People won't just let them be. They've always been picked at for being different, especially trans people. They've always been picked at, threatened. Um, Somebody's always trying to do something to them. They're not, you know, like me and you, we might just say, oh, okay, and keep moving with our day. Somebody else might want to harness in on that and be like, ugh, you just, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and Disgusting. So now you have these people who deal with that every day, and then you have a person from that world come into your life, and they're and and they're hiding who they really are, and you have to deal with these pressures every day. So it's like it's almost like a a petty retaliation. Like this nigga gay too. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's not. It's not like. It's because I'm getting like it's because like damn they always beat me up picking on me. People like him, people the person that I'm sleeping with, people like him is always beating me up and picking on me. I got me one. I'm gonna expose your ass mm. because you always you you get out here and you act like what I'm doing ain't cool. Yeah, but you want to hit me up on the sly, and I agree. I don't agree with the action of putting somebody out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's like damn you get out here you that's like in the in, in, in bring it closer to home. It's like me fucking with a chick that I'm always picking on. You know what I'm saying? I'm always picking on chicks or this particular chick, but I'm hitting her up in her DMs like, y'all can come through and get that pussy tonight. Yeah. So then when I finally get, yo, I'm fucking them. You get what I'm saying? Mm. It's the same exact thing. It's like, okay, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. He's gay, y'all. I can see you that. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm not saying that's right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just that it's a, it's just a retaliation method. Like like I'm tired of this shit. True, you know what I'm saying. It doesn't come down to people. It, one, people being honest with each other, mm-hmm. and then two, living your truth regardless of what you think people may think about you. Exactly, exactly, man. Um, 
while we're on the subject of oh movies. shout out Moonlight too man that was an eye opening movie for me Moonlight was a good movie yeah really eye opening movie for me man Moonlight was a good movie I like the way um what's that guy's name uh Marsha Lee I like the way he took care of that kid oh yeah he yeah he always knew that kid was special or uh, homosexual whatever you yeah want to call yeah it. but he always had his back mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he he always like I, he took him in you know yeah. what I'm saying he I might have to watch that shit again. That was a, it's a very it a good, good story, man. It's a very good movie. Huh? There goes the movie. <laughs> no, <I'm just> like, <laughs> That's nah, why this, a good movie. I see why this shit won an Oscar. It's a, a best picture. That I can shit see was why a, I won the At first, I Oscar watched that. I was like, why this shit win? And then when I uh, thought about it, I went back and watched it again. I yeah. was like, okay, this is a very good story that needed to be told. Exactly. It did. It did. I agree with that, man. Um, the NFL Network is under fire this week, people. Sexual harassment. NFL is fucking up all together. Yeah, man. Um, Fuck the motherfucking NFL. I'm done with that shit. Panthers ain't winning shit anyway. (laughs) Oh, let's provide some backstory on what happened with the NFL Network and then with Kareem Hunt. Okay. Um, So in case y'all don't know, some guys working at the NFL uh, Network were harassing some female employees. Mm -hmm. There's also been another domestic issue in the NFL with uh, Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt. Um, mm-hmm. Some video was released this week. I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to Johnny for the backstory. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, man. So the Kareem Hunt thing, basically Kareem Hunt, it was um, February of this year, earlier this year, he was back home in Cleveland. He had just got a new place. And I guess he had like some people over to his place. And uh, he got into an altercation with one of the girls that was over there. He said he didn't know who she was. And he was just trying to get her out of his apartment. And I, he didn't ever say what the argument was about. She probably going to tell her story. Mm. And then we'll have to try to put the pieces together mm. at that point. But he was basically saying he wanted her out the apartment. They were kind of going back and forth. Um, and they kind of were shoving each other. Um, and then he kind of rushed his friend and she fell over. And when she was on the ground, he kicked her. He kicked her when she was on the ground. Um, so nasty. we don't know what they were arguing about, what they were fighting about. The crazy shit is this happened in February. We just the videos released uh this week. The Chiefs knew about it. They said Kareem wasn't honest about what happened. They, they said if they would have known how serious it was, they would have been released them, which I think is a lie. That's um, nasty. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I think is a lie. But I said this on this podcast before. NFL don't care about women. Mm. They really don't. Yeah, they don't care they about women. They can cover it up as much as they want to. <laughs> but every time we have a domestic people. violence issue. The only time something happens as far as like a, a penalty or a punishment is when it comes to the light when or when you see a there. video. Yeah. Um, it's same, the sexual harassment issue, I think the NFL Network suspended. Who was it? Uh, uh, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. He was and the only somebody, one? Nah, it was Marshall Falk. Um, shit. Oh, I sent it to the group. Let's see if I pull it up. Um, but, yeah, even with that, you got – I think she was a makeup artist for the um for the series for the NFL Network and multiple former players and announcers on that show had hit on her. They said Marshall Falk just pulled his dick out on her, and it's just like what what, what makes I'm not on that level where I feel like I just pull my dick, dick out, out for somebody yeah. and something gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's positive to me. If I just pull my dick out, I expect somebody to kick me, In slap the me. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I did the game. I don't like doing this podcast has made me more informed because I look at shit now and I'm just like I look at shit we did as teenagers and then I look at the shit these grown ass men do and I say 
who's educating niggas on how to really treat like where are we learning this bullshit from? Where mm-hmm. where, where are niggas getting this shit from? Uh, why haven't like they you know what coming up in a single parent home we get a bad rap. But a lot of these niggas came up in a two parent home yep. nowadays, and it's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Where did you learn to treat women like this? You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. What? Why? It should never be okay to be at work, see something you like, and pull your dick out. Yeah. And then I know you. That shouldn't be your strategy to get laid. And I know you told your niggas. You know what I'm saying? I know I told you told the boys at work, and they were like laughing. Is that not? I'm gonna sound white. Is that not something wrong in your head when you do shit like that? Something mental? Mm. (laughs) There, like, like what possesses you to just be like, yo, look my dick. Yeah, talk fuck. Nothing wrong with just you know. It's like if you see a girl you attract to at work, what's wrong with getting your strategy ready to try to pursue her and, and show her <laughs> the dick when she asks to see? Yeah, the dick. yeah. After like, after you <laughs> feeling the feelings mutual. Exactly. Like you just forcing your dick on her. Like, yeah. Hey, put your dick up. <laughs> so Marshall Falk was the only one suspended. But Marshall so- <laughs> Falk, put your dick up. <laughs> He's the one that pulled his dick out on her and grabbed her ass. Yo, Marshall Falk. Oh, she trying to do your fucking makeup. Nigga. Ah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you you got you got my man happy. You see that? You see that? <laughs> uh let's just try to keep it professional, okay? I just want to do my makeup and get yo, you out of here for TV, okay? Marshall Falk is a nasty old nigga. Exactly. Warren oh Sapp Warren Sapp gave her some comments. Same thing with Don McNabb. He sent her some comments. But Warren, Falk is the one that pulled the dick out and yo, grabbed that ass. That nigga is nasty. Hell yeah. And I can imagine what Warren Sapp say that damn that is fat, baby. Probably. You know Warren Sapp like some white women. Nigga, you are at work, nigga. Exactly. This man. ain't the NFL no more. Why well, make that woman uncomfortable? She just trying to do her nine to five. Bruh, That's all she's trying working to working around all the men is already uncomfortable enough. Who you telling? So I mean, I know, I know she can't dress the way she wants to because your ass be in there like you know. Shit, yeah. I be checking myself at work like, damn, oh, shit, nigga, hold on, you at work? Exactly. Yeah, I try not to look at nothing. I try not to look like hard. I'm, like, I'm a glance. That. I'm a glance. I'm a glancer. I'm like. I'm gonna keep it real though, but if a woman holler at you, it's a different story. We'll get into that conversation later. Uh, it's a double standard you know when it, right. it, it's a double standard when it comes to sexual harassment at work. It it is. That's but I mean, why not? Why not? Before we turn and point our finger, because you're right. But before we turn and point our finger at the women, why don't we just take it upon ourselves to start being more, hold ourselves accountable, be more responsible. That way, as we become more responsible and more accountable, now we can start turning this conversation around. Like, all right, she grabbed my dick. Yeah, well, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like, I'm sure it's probably like as far as sexual harassment goes, I'm pretty sure 80 percent cases are men hitting men. on women, and yeah. 20 might might be honestly more. But it I, happens. I, yeah, I know it happens. Especially I'm, older women, they love hitting on the young studs at work. But you know what? And I hate you know I hate it. Like it's a double standard. But I'm actually one of those guys who's with the shits. It's like, ooh, you touch my ass. I mean, I ain't gonna I, you ugly. Not me. I ain't with the shits on each and every. One of these morning. episodes on a podcast, oh, I gotta go binge watch because I talked about when I um I tweeted. Oh, you got me too. Yeah, I tweeted about it, and I was so. I, at first, I thought it was I'm just telling my story, but this young lady had hit me back. She's like, "Yo, I'm sorry you had to go through that." I'm like, "Damn, maybe I did go through something." <laughs> and I thought about, it, I was like, "Yeah, I did, man," because. The the advances the lady was making towards me was unwanted. That shit does get uncomfortable, man. Yeah. When you don't want it, it's a yo. Have you ever had a big girl come at you, but you don't want her all the time? And it's like, well, yeah. not all the time, but this is kind of the situation, similar situation. When you don't want them, it's it's thr- like it's like 
I've only experienced it. And when I say big girl, I'm not talking about somebody obese. Just somebody who has some size on you, personally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, she got some size on me. You know what I'm saying? She might be taller than you, or she just might be, you know what I'm saying, just bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? So her advances are very, um, what do you say? Her advances are very, like, raw. Yeah, tough, like, aggressive. Aggressive, that's the word I'm looking for, aggressive. And uh, that shit is just, it's like it makes you tense up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I mean I, I can't imagine how a woman feels because for a woman it could get it could get violent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it could get violent. Like if a nigga like if trap he, you or something, a man trap you in a room. Tra- yeah, trap you in a room and take advantage of you. Yeah. Like it, could, it I don't think that could happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Unless she like I don't know, like she like grinding on her, size. I'm on her ass. I'm fuck it. <laughs> I'm like fuck it. I ain't gonna hit no woman, but you you done messed up. I'm not giving you this booty, all this dick. Speaking of swinging, in that video. Of Kareem Hunt pushing that 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 young lady, I'm just kind of I'm I was floored because I'm like nigga, is this necessary? True, you know what I'm saying? Like you got everybody trying to hold him back. Why are niggas trying to hold you back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like somebody first of all, niggas should be beating your ass right now. They really should. If they love you, they would have beat. They should have like be stole you. Your homeboy should have stole right you. Cause you and, about to fuck up the money. One, two, and, you don't and, need to and, be and coming at a woman like been that. Shielding that woman, like yo. You yeah, know what I'm saying yo, chill, bro. Like yo, you a what? Like yo, somebody check, like check this nigga. Yep. And her Wilder. friend that was there with her, I don't know. She was videotaping, I think. So I guess she was doing the right thing. But somebody should have been in Kareem's face, like fuck this, let's go. Somebody should have been in her face, is like just leave. Somebody they should have diffused that, diffused that situation. I'm picking old girl up and I'm running. But if Kareem is my nigga, he getting choked. Yeah, somebody his homeboy, whoever loved Kareem should be like chill. Your ass beat, nigga. You like, don't for put respect. your hands on no female in front of me, man. Don't do that shit. Like nigga, and you in the NFL, my guy. Yeah. Like you about to fuck up your bag, dude. Like. And it has been fucked. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, um, his his uh teammate got caught up with some shit last year, and of course no video, so he's still playing. Uh, what what is with that with the NFL? Like y'all need a video? Exactly. They're yeah. like, uh, it's a brotherhood, man. They gonna stick with each other until they can't. can't until, yeah. yeah, until yeah, it's yeah, like, you I, can't hold you down. No yeah, more, obviously man. we can't keep you because it's on video now. Like you push the shit out that little white girl, man. What the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? It like is you true. in the NFL, my guy. Like. Come on, man. Exactly, man. All right. Um, anyway, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, this ain't a headline, so I'm gonna give you a brief disclaimer. We both have seen Creed two. Yes, jukebox, Jumpman. We seen Creed two. We I fucking it. with it. We got I ideas. We got thoughts. So and I'm not sure how long this conversation will last, but spoiler alert. So if you have not seen Speed to Creed Two, yeah, Speed, that's Keanu Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Fast forward to the kicking shit form, but right now we finna dive into uh, Creed, Creed Two. Shout out Michael B. Joy. Creed Two. And Sylvester Stallone. What did you think of Creed Two? Uh, first thoughts: I thought it was a really good movie. I did think it was a good movie. It was predictable as hell, but I thought it was a really good movie. It's it's the same story being told, but they, the way they told it was in a different way from a different outlook, I think. I didn't see the original. So oh, okay. I, should I have watched Drago Part 1 before I seen this, or did they make this movie to, I mean, they to make you me good, feel like I didn't need to go back? You didn't have to see it. You, as long as you got to understand, and his, uh, you know, Apollo Creed fought um, Ivan Drago, lost his life in the fight. Rocky came back and avenged his friend's death. 
I got the vibe that I want to see more boxing movies. Boxing movies, are boxing great. movies are better than actual boxing. Rocky won an Oscar. Sylvester Stallone won an Oscar for the first Rocky. That's how impactful the first Rocky was. Yeah, boxing movies are pretty dope. The fights, uh, you get oh, into yeah. them. They seem real. Like, um, I got goosebumps watching the boxing. My in Creed. favorite boxing movie is Million Dollar Baby. Oh yeah, classic. I about cry- no, I did cry. I bet you did. I cried at the end of that mother. I'm about to cry now thinking about that. Yeah, shit. that shit that is sad, shit man. Was sad. Damn, million dollar baby though. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that shit will get to you. Back to Creed. Um, man, yo, I, 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 the movie starts off, and I hadn't seen his father in the original. But when the movie started off, and I seen the dude Drago, my guy, nigga's huge. Talk about little Drago, right? No, young. Yeah, Drago. yeah, young Drago. It was his training regiment that let me know. Like, his environment and his regiment let me know, like... Nothing fancy. He's about to murder you. One of the things I did not like about this movie... In the beginning, he wins the world championship, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy he beat... Is that the guy he didn't beat at number one? No, no. That was a whole other person. Okay, so he wins the world championship. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they they put enough... Inf- I didn't feel that scene. I didn't feel like him he was shit. Title. You know what I'm saying? I didn't feel like shit. I felt like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, you the world? Ch-. Like, they didn't do enough for me right there. Mm. They didn't do enough for me right there. I felt like they should have made it. Like, like, I felt like they should have made it. Like, yo, nigga, you won this shit. Yeah. You the world champion. Like, when you win some shit in the movie, like, yeah, nigga. I won, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, it was fake. Yeah. I guess so, because you think about it. You trying your best. That's like, that's like the end game for every boxer is to be a world, world champion. champion. It's like they shot You're supposed it. to cry when you win that thing. It's like give a hell just, of a speech. It's like they shot it because they knew that the championship was really coming. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it was, I, felt, I, did, I felt like, okay, we're just waiting for Drago. So just, yeah. But it's a world championship. Yeah. Like, supposed to I feel it was shit. kind of a waste of time because they shouldn't have really. If you, why just say, like, start the movie? Why he just already make champion. Him the world champion. When yeah. you start the movie. Why not do that? Yeah, or even open it up with him defending his title. Exactly. Do that. Yeah, like he defended it and he beats it. He's first title defense. Do that. But they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. That was my first qualm with the movie. My second qualm with the movie was the music. The music didn't move me. Like, sometimes music in movies will Not move fuck you. Not Mike Will made it. I needed... I felt like they needed the Black Panther soundtrack. I felt like it needed songs from that. I felt like it needed did, that vibe. Who, uh, Kendrick produced uh, the Black Panther yeah. soundtrack, right? I felt like it needed that vibe. I felt like TDE should have did this one. Like gave us another better, like gave us a great soundtrack. Like I, I wasn't like the music wasn't moving me, but a lot of things were moving me because just, just like, I got more caught up in like, oh, I got more caught up in like when they were training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I was caught up in like this nigga like. Realistically, Michael B. Jordan wouldn't beat that dude and shit. Hell nah. You know what I'm that saying? Nigga was like, big as shit. That nigga was big and he was in shape and this nigga was yo. He looked like the real Colossus. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's what definitely gonna play a superhero, nigga at, man. <laughs> he's about to take somebody superhero. Yo, soon. that dude was. Oh my god! I left that movie theater like, yo, I'm trying to look like that. That oh, dude, you look like that. Big as shit. Pussy gonna fall on you, bro. <laughs> that motherfucker was a robot. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that Flavor Flav's girl? Was that his mother? Yeah, uh-huh. she was in the original. What's her name? Uh, 
Bridget uh, Nielsen. Bridget, yes. Yeah, Bridget Nielsen. I was surprised she was in a movie and I saw her walk in. She don't look half bad for She just had a baby yeah. last year in real life. Oh, for real? Yeah, like she's like 60-something. She just had a baby last year she in real life. Yeah, she yeah she had it going through a rough time when she was with Flav. Oh, she was because she was a bad one. If you watched if you watched the original uh uh Rocky three, she was nice. She was bad as I hell, gotta, model look. looking, model gotta, looking. She was a model, am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that to me, um, also the proposal scene. I love the proposal scene. <laughs> <laughs> the proposal scene was cute, man. That oh was, yeah, she, she didn't have didn't her, ear, have her ears in. in. This shit threw me. I now I laughed a lot during this movie. I laughed at this scene because it was predictable. Like, yeah, you just got proposed to. You, y'all about to fuck? I knew. It was oh coming. yeah, you knew that. Like, right? I knew it's, a, it's a predictable movie, man. Like, sex scenes coming. Get the fuck out of here. The sex scene is coming. The fucking first fight was fucking. Went exactly how I thought it should go, but oh, then yeah, he got his ass whooped. But that trainer is trash. Who's uh the dude that wouldn't train him, so he had to go to Rocky. My man Ace Boogie, the black dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they had no plan for the fight. I mean, they had a plan for the fight, but I don't think it was a good plan. Yeah, and what's so, that nigga's name? Wood Harris. Woody Harris. That's yeah, his name. yeah. And so that part of the movie. That first training, like I say, the training scenes were dope to me. It was like, yo, he is getting it in. Yeah, especially in the desert. Oh, no, that one was a monster. Yeah. He was in the desert training. Yeah, close quarters. But but I like Rocky's coaching. This is where you're going to be. You know, you're going to (laughs) be toe-to-toe. So get used to it. And I was like, damn. And they were getting it. Yeah, yeah, they were, man. Nigga, knuckles was bleeding. Bleeding everything, was, nigga man. Nigga dig the ditch with a sledgehammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that shit right there. And they started backing up, told him to go to work. That like, shit gave you goosebumps. When I they wanted were, Rocky When they was running, me. and he was chasing him with the car, car, he just started sprinting. I said, oh, he ready. Oh, yeah. That's what you knew he <laughs> Yeah, was like, we about to have us a fight. Fight, yeah. <laughs> the thing, all right, so I told you already how I felt about the fight. I felt like Creed lost, lost the fight. Yeah, I was telling you too. I was thinking I was like the first couple rounds. I was counting to see you know uh, who won which round. But he had so many knockdowns, it's hard to count the rounds. But he was definitely down on the scorecards. Creed was. Yes, and they announced it. You know what? Get Max Kellerman the fuck out of that movie, man. <laughs> Come on, Get Max the is fuck boxing. Out of here. Yo, that was killing me too in that movie. All the announcers, yeah, all the Roy Jones and oh, Max yeah. Kellerman. It was too doctored up. Like, let the movie rock. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, let the shit rock. Like it's rocking. Let it rock. We don't need Max Kellerman to describe the scenes and set up the story. I guess like, they wanted to make it seem we realistic. We watching a movie, nigga. Yeah. We can see this. And then the thing that don't it make was it like real- watching a pay per view. Max don't do pay per view. Who I Max? Said, yeah, Max, Max do, do pay per view. Max Kellerman do boxing. Yeah, HBO boxing. Okay, not I no more because HBO boxing is done. See, I'm so used to seeing that nigga on uh, ESPN doing oh, basketball. Yeah, he still do it in football. I don't know I, what he gonna do now that HBO done with boxing, but. He been on there for a while. That's where he got famous. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm tired of Max. And this right here is where we're going to yeah, see it all. But see, like, that's the Max, thing they were missing, up. person, because it's, it's Max Kellerman, Roy Jones, and it's the play-by-play guy. But on this one, oh, they didn't. Oh, nigga. Yeah, on this one, it was just Max Kellerman doing play-by-play. He usually mm. don't do play-by-play. He color commentary. Him and Roy Jones color commentary. So it's kind of weird having Max do play-by-play. But, I mean, I see why they did it. They wanted to make it seem like a pay-per-view. Max wasn't only doing play-by-play. It was scenes in there where ESPN was on and ESPN wasn't on. 
<laughs> it was like a transition scene, nigga running and training. And it's like, I heard this is going to be the fight of the century. And da, da, da. I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm tired of hearing Max. Hey, Max, shut your ass up. Roy Jones, he did all right. You know, he had a couple lines in there. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, we, I really want to see what that left working with. But now I'm watching the movie, too. And I'm like, oh, Roy Jones is in this shit? Oh, now I see why you think you could beat Roy. Yeah. What the fuck happened on set? Yeah, maybe they. He got knocked out. What happened out, on set on with set. Michael? Oh, Michael B. Jordan did. Got knocked out by who? In the first Creed, it, it's a clip of him online getting knocked out while they like practicing. They practicing a punch, and he ain't roll with the punch properly. He got knocked out. Who knocked him out though? The boxer that he was boxing. Okay. Yeah, but the dude. I, I want to know. I want to know. Tony Ballou. He a real boxer. I want to know when Roy stepped in. When Roy. Oh. When, when he came to work out of his trailer one day, he's like, "Oh, we not shooting that scene today." And Mike was filling himself on the bag and was like, "Yo, champ, you could get it too." And he just laughed and left. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. I want to know what really happened now. Like I see that Roy was in this movie with you, so y'all spent some time on set. You ain't call that man out for no reason. I hope Michael was jo- uh, joking, cause come on, Roy Jones got what forty plus fights in the and, ring. Exactly, and you got none. And Roy just watched <laughs> you train for this fight, so I don't think. Michael B. Jordan might make it three rounds for Roy Jones, just cause he might be in better shape right he now. He making it twelve. Oh, he's definitely not making it 12. Making it 12. If McGregor right. couldn't make it 12 with uh, Mayweather, and McGregor actually fights for a living, not boxing, just think of an actor that don't box at all for a living, fighting a boxer that box for a living. I it's agree. over for you real quick. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, where we at on Creed? How we rolling on Creed? Are we giving Creed waves? Hell yeah. Go I'm, ahead with your waves, because I got waves. I would give Creed four waves, man. That's one four of the best boxing waves. movies I've seen. All right. Creed 2. So I'm a little bit hard on this movie. I love Creed One. Mm-hmm. Creed Two was okay to me. I'm going with three because it's a must see. I think you need to go see it. But if you see it and don't like it, I can see why. If you see it and love it, I can see why. Yeah. So I'll stand on three. I was gonna go two and a half, but that's why I say I've had 48 hours and let this shit sit on my head. Yeah. Movie was good. I like the shit. Movie was man. awesome. Shout out everybody, Creed 2, Michael B. Jordan. Creed got me in the gym. Max Kellerman, stay your fucking ass on ESPN, nigga. <laughs> we'll do Max like that, man. Tired of you. Did you find Ashley Brumondi, whatever? I couldn't find her, man. That last name killing me. Let me see. She's about to pop up now. All right. See if I can get her. All right. Let me see if I can find my shit real quick. Oh, shit. Come on. Hey. 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 Hey, hey, it's getting late, nigga. Spitting bars. Uh. And I ain't trying to see no highway chase with Jake. Plus, I got a few. I fuck that shit up every week. Yeah. Oh, you still looking. I couldn't find her. All right, so the form this week. The form this week might be short, might be long. Let's see where we go with this. Um, First of all, I want to shout out one of our listeners. If you're listening right now, thank you for the form, BJ. Appreciate that. Um, Appreciate you, man. This forum topic is how to handle dating multiple women. Now, the originally question was how to what? How to handle uh, dating multiple women on dating sites or dating apps. All right. So that was the original question. We just took it to dating multiple women because at the end of the day, dating multiple women is dating multiple women and whether you do it on the app or do it in person. Mm-hmm. So basically, you just ask how to be a player. No, well, dating multiple women. You can date multiple women, right? True. There's no foul on that. Yeah, I don't see no foul because women date multiple niggas. They do. Hmm. That's why I, I wish Nikki was here, but she'll have to answer it uh, in our in our private time. So let's see. 
How do I answer this question? I feel like that's. Uh, I guess we had to break it down. How to handle? Yeah. Dating multiple women. I mean, I think it's handleable. Yeah, I think the first thing you gotta do is have that mindset that you are willing to put up with this. You willing to you willing to play this game? <sighs> yeah. Well, you're dating, so you should be dating multiple people until you decide on one. True. True. Um, I guess you, I guess you gotta figure out how you're gonna divide up your time because they all need time. They need attention, and they need mm-hmm. mm, they need time and attention. We just true. talking about dating. They need time and attention. Now, if y'all getting affectionate and y'all getting intimate, then they gonna need some of that too. Yep. So I guess how you want to divide know what you, up. What's your end game? Are you looking for somebody to spend time, time with? with? Are you just dating a bunch Are you of looking them? to be a player? Because if I feel like if you're looking to have somebody to spend time with, then you can start eliminating people. Yeah, you can start with five girls until you get to the one. one. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess how you would handle dating multiple people, uh, schedule is important. Yep. Schedule, and this is going to be expensive if you're a guy because you're paying for a bunch of shit. Exactly. So, I mean... So let's say you got three girls. We're going to say three. We're going to say, uh, we'll give it four. If you're doing, oh, damn, four is a lot. Four is tough, nigga. It's seven days in a week. Yeah, you're right. So if you got three, three chicks. How many good morning texts you got to send out? Four. Nah. Ah. The good morning <laughs> text is all about the vibe. Possibly. You send a good morning text to the chick you vibe with. True. You don't send a good morning text to all the chicks. Yeah. I sometimes send a good morning text, like, I don't send them. Oh, <laughs> go I, figure. I, I ain't gonna front. I, I I don't say good morning. I say good morning text if we're vibing in that manner. I feel you. Now if we have sex, I'm probably gonna hit you with the good morning the next day. Oh, you got to man, out of common courtesy. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with a good morning. Hope you have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, like what's up? How you doing? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but a lot of times I don't good morning after good sex. After good sex? Yeah. Sometimes I'm just trash. Jeez. But anyways, um, what I, a savage man! Alpha <laughs> male would be so proud of you right now. <laughs> Let's talk about the strategies. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> I ain't gonna expose what? my secrets. I, right, I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would handle. I mean, scheduling shit. You can't cram them all between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You gonna have to give all of them a day. They all gonna want your time. True. You know what I'm saying? If you just talking to them online, then you could talk to however many you need online until you pick which one. That's easier. Actually but be, yeah, yeah, that is actually easier. Once you actually going out, it gets tougher. Yeah, and then it's like, eh. and then you got your you got your South Wait. Park boo, so you are gonna take her around that area. You got oh. your university boo, y'all gonna hang out around the university area. Uh huh. <laughs> this nigga is snitching. Stop. <laughs> you got all these different boos Yo. in different areas. You don't want two boos in university. <laughs> You, you don't know. Uh, you don't want two boos in South Park area. You, you don't, don't want two want booze booze on the in Fort Mill. You don't want two. You don't want two boos off Tucker CG. Yeah. Oh, they definitely know each other. And then you got your long distance boo that you hit up once a week, maybe once every other week. Oh yeah, I like the long distance. And then boo. you say, "Hey, I'm coming to uh, I'm coming to Orlando, or I'm coming to Charlotte to see you." Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, the long distance, <laughs> yo, niggas forget about yo. Yo, all you people out there in relationships, there was a long distance boo before y'all got into that relationship. Make sure you check on the long. Yes, I'm snitching. Make sure you check on the long distance boo. The long distance boo is everywhere. That the long distance boo is a threat. Yeah, 
She's a threat to whoever. If she was in your area, if she was in your area, it's no more. She is the one. That's it. Yes, you are right. The long distance boo has the heart. Yeah, you best to because anybody it. to keep a relationship with somebody, like keep contact with somebody that's that far away, it's all oh, special yeah, it's to you. It's a good relationship, like yeah, because all y'all have is the makeup of conversation and just spending late nights just talking about deep shit. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying. So the fact that. Because there's no I'm, physical connection, so everything is so, mental with so you in the long it's distance. It's all about the vibes. Yeah, man. Shout out to the, the long vibes. distance, Shout boo, man. Drop a couple of applause for her, man. Yo, I got to drop a bomb on the long distance. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That nigga came through long distance, boo. Yo, you got to be scared. Ladies, long distance, boo, will take your man. Yeah. Trust me. That's the one. You throw, that's you, the one. You worry about the bitch he work with. Yeah, don't it's worry the- about the, <laughs> don't, don't worry about the girl he's working with. Worry about the long distance boo. <laughs> long distance boo. Oh man, you're right. All right, so I mean, that pretty much solves that. I mean, you know, especially if you're online. So if you're online, <laughs> yo, all right, so for our listeners, <laughs> we're watching the Hornets game, and there's a new announcer by the name of Ashley Mahadi or something Mahadi. like that. It's like a, it's I mean, still kind of Middle Eastern. Last name, we, maybe Jewish, who knows? And I guess she has outdone our boo Stephanie Reddy. Because Stephanie Reddy was our boo. Yeah. And if y'all don't know these people are Google Stephanie Reddy. Trust me. Uh I think Dale Curry has had both. <laughs> definitely. Dale is definitely like, had I get both. your Steph out of grab. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Reddy is like Aisha level. Oh yeah, yeah. Stephanie Reddy, Aisha level. Back to the conversation. Shit, that nigga Steph Curry mom is Aisha level. Steph Curry this mom, is bad this as is hell. True. Steph, yo, that, shout out Steph, man. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful family all around. All man. around. Hey, well, that's what happened when the you believe in the power of prayer, bro. He go, he gonna get you somebody. Jesus, send me <laughs> an angel. But yeah, if you on if you on the apps, man, you could talk to however many you need to. But once you narrowed it down to like a three or four, however many you doing. You 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 working off the days? So, which ones you want to see? What days you want to see them on? Okay, I'm gonna see you on this week. We're gonna do this side of town. I'm gonna see you on this day. We're gonna do this side of town. Exactly. And then has y'all go through the dating process? All right, you, you know what I'm saying somebody gonna phase themselves out. You are gonna eventually start yeah. to gravitate to one of the majority. And you're not the only person they dating either. Exactly. So you got to keep if that you in are, mind. Get out. I wonder how women do. Don't that. do that shit. <laughs> you don't want Oh you don't you want to be, the, be yeah. the only priority she, yeah, she got yeah, Make going sure on. she got options man Cause yeah. if she don't got options She gonna be crazy over you exactly. man Exactly You do not want to check crazy You don't want you. Dog talking And she'll be like You know I deleted my Tinder I deleted my Bumble Oh, Automatically Fuck it yeah. Get your get the fuck out of there <laughs> Run, Or ask her why Be like why'd you do that Yeah like why, why, Why'd you do that <laughs> Keep your options open yeah. Why do women choose so damn quick Like nigga it's been two days. It is some desperate I women. Ain't the out. one. There's some desperate women out there, though. I might man. not be Just the one. From conversations with friends and shit, it's some desperate women out there. Is it the thirty-year-olds or is it the yeah, yeah, is yeah. it thirty-year-olds? Mm-hmm. I think it's that it's that clock. The ones in the twenties don't really give a fuck yet. Nah, they don't. But it's that geriatric egg thing she talked yeah. about last week. It's mm-hmm. like they 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 want kids. Time's ticking. Yeah. So they go put the pressure on you. Yeah, I think that's and why. It's I think that's self-con- why. I mean, I don't know if it's self. I think it's like uh, subconsciously they do it too. I don't think they mean to fall for a guy that quick, but when you got a good thing, I think they feel like they got to jump on it. Because if you, if a woman in her thirties, she's seen a guy that she used to date in a successful relationship, he might be married, he might have a family. She's like, "Fuck, I wish I would have took advantage of that. That could have been me." 
And I feel like now that they done went through that and they experienced it, it's like, all right, this is similarities to that last relationship I had that didn't go right. Let me jump on this. Let me take advantage of this real you know quick. What? It's like, got you got to get there early to get the Concords. I think, yeah. <laughs> you got to get there early to get the Concords. <laughs> Matter of fact, shout out to the Concords. They dropped December 8th. That is this Saturday. And I will have two pure. Anyway, um, <laughs> nah, nigga, you right. And on top of that, to piggyback off something you said, and I, nah, shit, my memory is shit right yeah, now. Yeah, man, you taking your ginkgo biloba? <laughs> <laughs> you taking your biloba in you, bruh? Yo, what did you just say? You just said something. This shit is about to kill me because I can't think about what you just uh, said. I was talking about um, women being desperate or... Okay. Oh, when they dating the man. No, no, no. Going with the vibe. Something about the... I was saying, like, she was right about the eggs, the time's ticking. Uh, women in their twenties not giving a fuck. Women in their twenties don't give a fuck. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it is, shout out to twenty year old women out there single and carefree. Not yeah. Fuck. Yo, love, that love shit is overrated. Don't look for it in your. And their dating is a little bit different. Like if you in your twenties, you came up on that dating app era. Uh, like women in their thirties, they 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 got two different dating they, the types of dating they've done. They they've done the internet them? dating, yeah. and then they got the old school. Damn. But girls in their 20s, the only dating they know is meet a guy on Instagram or through you a dating app. You are a savage. <laughs> hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to tell my secrets. I'm just listening just, right now. I'm just out here learning, wow. man. I'm out here learning and trying to tell y'all what I know. I can dig that, man. I can definitely yeah, dig that. Yeah, man. I can dig that. Get you a mentor. That's all I can say. Get, get you, you a mentor. mentor. <laughs> Any aspect of life, you need to get you a mentor and, and absorb everything you can from absorb that person. Everything. You that can have multiple mentors. Oh, yeah. You definitely can. You definitely can. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say, man, what, what, what was I going to ask you? I was going to say, um, why... Why do they feel the? Why do women feel the need to like? I don't know. I don't know what, what, what's with the like. What's with the rush? Like, why can't they accept that if it don't happen, it just don't happen? Yeah, exactly. Or, or like, or if it don't happen at this time, like it's okay for things to not happen at a certain time yeah. period. And how many times I have to tell you? Let's take this slow. Uh, and and also, you agree? Also, you continue you, to go fast. Also, you don't get everything you want in life. Like, you really don't. And 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 if you want kids, cool. You know what I'm saying, but you may it, it you may not get that. We don't get everything we want in life, even the things that we feel should happen. Like mm-hmm. I feel people be like, I feel like with the whole having a kid thing, I think people feel like that's an automatic. I'm gonna mm-hmm. have a kid. Yeah, but they don't happen for everybody, and yeah. I think that's one of the things you have to also accept. You know what I'm saying? You have to accept that shit. Everybody don't get you don't get everything you want in life. True, it's better to have kids when you're older. Honestly, you think so? I think so. I mean, financially, I, I feel like. Niggas is like too old. Oh, shit. I feel like niggas is too old and shit to be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Playing with their kids. I don't know. Maybe. I just seen. I guess whenever you're ready. Yeah. Because I mean, you when you have kids young, you struggle a lot more financially because you don't know how to handle finances yourself, oh, let yeah, alone yeah, yeah, right. handle the finances, finances of another person, person, take care of another person. Yeah. So I feel like when you're older, you know how to take care of yourself. You probably making more money than you were making 10 years ago if you would have had a child. So I just think That's it's true. better to have kids when you're older. But I mean, shit, you know, giving life is a beautiful thing. So if you feel like you can't wait, don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga dropped jewels today, yo. Oh man. Um, I mean, that's all I got for you, man. Uh, Get get them get them girls a day. Yeah, basically set up your schedule. Go, yeah, That's the main thing to take away from this. Like, schedule. Don't hang important. with the same chick every weekend. Yeah, yep. 
you're going to have to skip every other weekend or Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Scheduling um, is important when dating multiple girls. Yeah, your schedule got to be on point. Like, you're going to have to get you a personal assistant, like, use your phone. And I believe it'll naturally narrow itself down. The only way it won't is if you start fucking when you don't like and start fucking when you do like. <laughs> that is true because the one you don't like is probably gonna rock your fucking world. Oh yeah, the one you don't the like one you always don't got like the best can pussy. Fuck boy. Yeah. Why is that? The chick that you don't like can fuck. It's like it's the like. Maybe she's used to being the one. It's that like they the don't ugly like. girl is like the one that has the best sex in the group. That's how it always is, man. Like if you're looking at the group, everybody wants the baddie, but really. Really, what you really want is the, either the cute one or the ugliest one. Oh yeah, the ugliest one. Because they don't satisfy you. If you on vacation with your niggas, oh yeah, yeah. go after the ugly, the ugly one. one. Yes. <laughs> don't be the stupid one. Like, look at that bitch fine as hell. Girl, she uh, gonna get yo. She gonna yeah. get the doggy style with no arch in the yeah. back. Yeah, she just be straight. She you just, want the? Uh, <laughs> here I go. Here. You want the one who kind of <laughs> throw that thing like go? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay, exactly. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, don't oh, let us go on no group trip. I'm like, I want that ugly bitch right there with the bifocals and the fucking spot on her head. She's missing that blue ball spot in her hair. The bad it. weave. I want that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, we just niggas and we talking. Man. I, got to, I got to work on you. You want the ugly one. The ugly one. Yeah, I want uh, the, uh, what's it, the del- the duff, the uh, designated ugly fat friend. I want oh, the duff. snap. <laughs> <laughs> The nigga who get and then the fine one still wants you to do all this work on vacation. Yeah, scheduling a date. We on vacation. Let's go to breakfast in the morning. Morning, like what? No, nigga, let's go with the flow now. I was like, bitch, bitch. please. We on JETs. <laughs> we trying to get up out of here. Yo, you have five bitches today, my nigga. <laughs> I know, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. See, when a woman not in the room, I'm a little different. Cause this, this, oh, this, what, what, what my boy Trump say? This bath, this locker room talk. <laughs> locker room talk man <laughs> what my boy Trump say get the fuck out of here yo what my boy Trump say my ah, I've been exposed <laughs> I've been exposed hold on nah, we not gonna let oh, that slide man. With my back boy. hat Johnny back in the building I know man what my boy Trump say <laughs> nigga my fucking locker room talk man that's what we talking about man Yo, what my shit at? What's this? What my boy Trump say? <laughs> oh man, Trumpito, shout out my nigga Trump, man. <laughs> hey man. Oh, man, hey yo, we got awards, man. <laughs> I got a few, man. I don't know what we talking about. Oh shit, man. Let's get into these awards, man. I've uh, been trying to follow this woman on Instagram for five commercial breaks. Couldn't oh. find her. <laughs> That sound like a hot uh, R&B line now. That's that's something you use nowadays. <laughs> I've been trying to find her on Instagram five days. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 uh. Why you spell beautiful black skin with a Y? I couldn't find you. I was spelling it regular. I was spelling it with an I. Double tap. Uh-huh. So what are we starting with? Real nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real nigga. Real nigga of the week. Real nigga of the week. Let me see if I can pull it up. So I want to give it to Deontay Wilder. So Deontay, he sold the hell out that fight with one viral video uh, when he was interviewing, uh, when Radio Raheem interviewed him. And he came back and he um, basically said, I'm fighting for uh, I'm fighting for my people that was enslaved. 
and uh, Radio Harper Raheem was like, explain to the people you talk about. And he's basically like, uh, you know who I'm talking about. They yo people too. Here we go. Okay. Oh, I heard that shit. Let me. I actually heard that shit. I've been trying to bait. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? Got the clip going. Let's get it. You said that your people have been fighting for 400 on, years. And your people too. So I just want you to explain what you mean too. by that. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all all know what I'm talking about, man. Don't sit up here and try to bait. And not know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what the fuck I talk about when I say these things. Your people too. Explain it. I, I not everybody knows what you're talking about. Nigga. Radio Raheem, I don't have to explain what's understood, man. Nigga. You know what I mean by that. You know what I say about it. I didn't got to go further. And if nobody, if anybody don't understand that, then God be with them. Go look up the history. Go look up the history. Shit, ain't, don't everybody believe in Google? Go Google that shit. <laughs> See what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, man. You know what I dare you to sit up there and say, explain. You know what I'm talking about, man. It's fighting people. You know we've been fighting 400 and still fighting to this day. Mm. To this day. Mm. To Is this day. Nah, he's just yelling at that nigga. You said that. Yo, that shit Yo, was beautiful. Yo, yelling at. That <laughs> was very beautiful. They didn't have Radio uh, Raheem on the camera. Oh man. Let's see if I can put But that was beautiful, man. That was Yo. deep. If y'all if y'all don't know, like he said, go Google the history. I mean, Actually, everybody what, believe Google, right? Well, yeah, whatever motivate people, that's Yo, what motivate him, man. D- that's Deontay, what's his name? Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder, thanks for that one. He dropped knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he dropped knowledge. Um, my real niggas definitely going to somebody who dropped some knowledge on Friday, giving it up to the great HOV, Ovito. 16 bars, man. 16 bars walk the world. Every time that man touched the mic lately, he's just been rocking the world. So, shout out. Shout out, shout out, real nigga of the week. You know what it is. Dunce Metal. All right, let me pull up my list here. I got to find a better way to do these. Straight up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, did I send that shit to myself? Anyway, I was going to give this to the people. Hey, here we go. I'm talking about my boy Trump again. But I was going to give this to the people that was disrespecting Melania. <laughs> First Lady Melania Trump because of the Christmas decorations that she chose for the White House. Only reason I'm mad is because if you could show me who had some good Christmas decorations, I wouldn't be upset. But y'all just going in on it because who she is. Just going in. Like, she didn't choose them shit. She chose a designer. She chose a designer. She don't give a fuck what the White House looked like. She don't. So, Amer- so America's got the dunce. Uh, yeah, anybody that was going in on her, because, like, how could she choose those red Christmas trees? They look so tacky. It's not what people do, though. That is what people do. But don't. I feel the thing I'm like is, tell it's me what. It's not like it did Tell me what Hillary to... Clinton had in the White House. Tell me what Laura Bush had in the White House that was good, that looked good. But if you don't all, know the history. They all got hated on. I'm pretty sure. We just got Twitter now. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure it's a white middle America mom. Seen them Christmas decorations that Hillary put on and was like, yo, tell Hillary to get the fuck out of here. I could have did a better she job. She keep wearing them tacky pantsuits. I got no wonder the White House looks like that. She don't be cleaning the White House. Right, killing Hillary. Uh-huh. She don't be scrubbing her toilets. I was going to give my dunce medal to, um, ah, shit, nigga, what her name at? Uh, Chris Gararkey. 
he had a hang gliding incident, man. It was actually kind of scary, but oh, I was trying yeah. to figure out how the fuck you didn't know you wouldn't strap in. Yeah, to how the you hang forget glide. to strap yourself in, man. So backstory is this: my man didn't strap himself in. He's about to go hang gliding. As soon as they jump off the uh, the mountain to go hang glide down it, he realized he didn't strap in. I'm sorry. Before we even walk up to the edge, I'm double checking everything. <laughs> Chris, man, almost lost his life and hanging on for dear life, ripped a damn bicep. He's hanging on for dear life for two minutes, man. Chris, and then this dumbass said he was going to do it again. <laughs> That's what you get, Chris. Hey, All right, man, man. He lived that life, man. Some people just live for the adrenaline rush. All right. I'm trying to pull up my... Uh, Man of the week, but oh well, I ain't gonna be able to pull up the clip. But my man of the week goes to a young man named Lil Yachty. I love Lil Yachty. I got so much respect for Lil Yachty and his hustle. I was watching TV the other day mm-hmm. and I saw Lil Yachty doing a Chef Boy RD commercial. Oh, the motherfucker man. got the Chef Boy RD bag, bruh. Mm. And it's like you trash this nigga's talent all you want, his rapid ability, but. He got a Nautica sponsorship. He got a Chef Boy ID sponsorship. He got um I think H and M. Yeah, it's there's so yo. Like there's so He much. is the man. He is a man, twenty years old, but he's a man. He's taking care of himself Shit. and a lot of other people. people. Yeah, like that nigga like he's way more than people give him credit for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I actually like I actually like his music. Now I didn't do the last album, but I know I'll get to it. I'm always late when he drops shit. Like when he drops shit, I listen to it. Like, oh, and he got late. Sprite. I'm sorry. And he has Sprite. Yeah, I think Sprite was one of the original ones. Like with Nautica, mm-hmm. and then it was Sprite. Nautica was one of the ones he got on the low. Got got the young people rocking Nautica. I was in Concord Mills over the summer, and I went in the Nautica outlet. And you know we on some shit when it's a bunch of us. Yeah. And I, it's a bunch of us in Nautica, like. Like we He took it back Cause I remember we Having a Nautica jacket Was the oh, thing Oh yeah I got a dope ass Nautica sweater So shout out to him That's right He does his thing I was gonna give it To Steph Curry man Alright Oh um, I saw that Go ahead Um, After a nine year old Girl's letter to Steph Curry Asked him to explain uh, To expand his shoe options To uh, girls Went viral The basketball star Responded with an apology To her Sending a handwritten letter that he was working with Under Armour to fix the issue. Basically, this little girl wrote in to Steph Curry and said she wanted to buy his shoes, but they only come in boys and men's. Um, she felt like the shoes should also that should also be a Steph Curry girl's shoe. And you know him be I, I guess him being a father, um, having a little girl who everybody loves and adores, and having a family that people look at. It's like you know what? Why not? You know what I'm saying? And he's yeah. got some clout at under armor. I mean, damn it, Steph. So, shout out to Steph, That was man. nice, man. Yeah, that was real nice of him, man. He's I, one of those people that can get this award every week. Dude. I'm writing a letter to Nike, though. What you gonna say? Y'all better stop dropping that fly-ass shit in women's colors, nigga. <laughs> I would drop the fly shit in men's, too. I don't like that. That is true. It, they ain't gonna give me no respect, though. I gotta, nah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get a little boy to write it. Hey, yeah, my sister got some pink shoes. You know, guys can wear pink too. Like, cause there was some Jordans that came out some years back, and no girls got them, but all the niggas got them. They came out in women's sizes only, and niggas was lined up. What? No white and yellow eights, was it? It was something, man. It was something fresh. It wasn't like a white and yellow eight or something like that. It was a retro, 
And I'm talking about dudes knew they women's size. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, let me get a women's. They did that shit in high school, too. Yeah, I, um, it was another color that dropped. I think the 12s, the playoff 12s dropped, but they dropped the women's color. I think the white and Carolina blue. Oh, yeah, they did. And niggas was like, nah. Yeah, it was that one. It yeah. was that one. And niggas had their girl size ready. Yeah. I know I wear women's 11 and a half, I think. Yeah, I wear women's 11. Yeah, so I'm ready. I'm ready for you. I see you. But, yo, shout out Steph. Um, even though we reviewed Creed, I still think Johnny should give the fans a movie minute. What should, should they watch this week? Uh, shit, man. I'm gonna go ahead and do something do, I do watched this morning, minute. man. I watched uh, Game Night this morning. That was my first time oh, seeing yeah, Game shit. Night. Game Night was funny as hell, man. It's basically, <laughs> uh, it's about a um, group of couples. They play Game Night like once a month, once a week. Uh, they get together and play Game Night. Well, one night they go to uh, someone's house and it's a different type of game night. It's like a murder mystery game night. And the whole time it's like, damn, is this a really a game? Or are we playing in a real situation? I ain't going to ruin the movie for y'all, but it gets really sticky. There's some guns involved. You know, I haven't seen game night. I'm watching this one. Oh, you talking about the one with Will Ferrell um, where they had the casino in their house? No, this ain't game night. Yo, I haven't seen game night. I thought you was talking about the other one where they play tag. Where oh, they play that big ass oh game yeah, tag. yeah. That's a true story. That's a true story. That's just funny as hell. But yeah, definitely I'm going to check out game oh, night. Yeah. How many waves on the game night? Game night. I'm going to give game night three waves because it's funny. It got Jason Bateman, a great actor. It got good actors in there. Three waves. All right. Go well, watch Game Night, man. It's a comedy, check man. Check out Game Night, man. Um, Straight up. Other than that, man, the only announcement I got is uh, Sneaker Ball, Charlotte, Harvey B. Gantt, December 15, 2018. Check that out. Um, We're going to go ahead and wrap episode true 30. That, true that. Listen, if you made it to this part of the episode, we appreciate you rocking with How us. How much time we got left? Go ahead. Uh, We got time. Go ahead. All right. Let me just tell a story about what's been going on at my job. Oh, shit. Go ahead, nigga. Mm. Hate to end on a sour note, you feel me? Do 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 Hold on. So I'm trying to think of what music goes with this story. <laughs> Go ahead. So we got a uh a new young black guy that works with me. We were the same age. Um the first day he starts, someone comes up to me, they make a comment. You got a twin that works here now. We look nothing alike to be to tell the world we look nothing alike. He he looks very different. I look very different than him. We may be the same height and same age, but that's about it. Okay. So next day comes around, there's two women talking, and they say, they call him Johnny. And then he's like, hmm? And it's like, I'm sorry, I keep calling you Johnny. Y'all look so much alike. And I was like, all right, here we go again. Second comment. Um, and then this Friday, well, let me go back. I think it was Thursday. Uh, there was a black woman that works with us who uh, got very offended. Oh. Oh, yeah. She got very offended when somebody tried to pull the twin thing on me and my boy again. So she stood up. She was just like, they look nothing alike. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys need to know better. It's 2018 and you can't say things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Which, I mean, I wanted to say it, but I couldn't. I don't know how to. <laughs> so then... Another guy, Friday, he walks up to me. He's like, hey, Johnny. <laughs> I guess I'll say the dude's name. But he was like, how do you say, the guy's name is Marquise. He says, how do you say Marcus's name? And I was like, it's Marquise. <laughs> He's like, oh, so it's French. <laughs> <laughs>
I've never seen that before. I know French, and I just never seen that name before um, in any of my French literature. Yeah, why are they so it's Mar Marquis. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I guess that could be French. And I'm like, he had that whole conversation with himself. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, does he really? Like, first of all, why why you come to me? Out of all the people in this job, and ask him how to pronounce the name. Because we're from the same country, me and Marquis from the same country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both. Apparently, American. his name is French. <laughs> you speak French too, nigga? I guess so. <laughs> Yo, white people this, never see the fucking amazing. Yeah, movie. and what my coworker said was right, man. You got to know better. Uh, try not to offend people, man. You well, really do. Oh, this is the thing that you have to understand with people of privilege. They have the privilege to say, I didn't know that. They have the privilege to um, do the shit that they're doing to both of you guys. They have the privilege to be uninformed. Um, they can choose to go be informed about black people or not. They don't necessarily yeah. don't have to give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They could. Ch they have those privileges. That's yeah. And that's why we call it white privilege. And a lot of people be like, that's some bullshit. It don't exist. But that's a prime example. I instead of and, and it won't come back to bite them in the ass. It won't. And even if you said something to your manager, all they have to do is say, oh, I didn't know that was offensive. I didn't know that. And I know we live like like that nigga said. And I've had to say this at work. We live in a day and age of Google, nigga. Like if you don't know something, look it up. Yeah. If you gotta think twice before you say something, look it up. At this point, me personally, I just feel like you're fucking with me. And so I've had to have those conversations at work. I had to Older woman who always wanted to call me a boy. I am from the South. One thing you won't do to me as a white person when you talk to me, don't call me a boy. I'm not your boy. I'm a grown ass man, and I know where that where that stems from in the South. You know what I'm saying? I got to be here eight hours. I don't need to hear that shit. Listen, I said, listen, don't call me that. That's disrespectful. What she say? She's like, oh, I'm, you know, very apologetic. Da, 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 I won't do it no more. She hasn't done it before. She hasn't mm. done it since. She hasn't done it since. I'm not your son. I'm not your boy. We oh, can buddy. talk. I get I'm that a lot, too. <laughs> you know, white people love that word, buddy. Yeah. But I think that's just their thing. Yeah, I guess it's not that bad. That shit, it's just like they're my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they use buddy. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't like anything that anybody's saying to me, I don't have a problem with telling you, like, don't say that to me. Because that's rude. Because if I say some shit to you, you know what I'm saying? That's fucked up, which I wouldn't because, like I say, I I haven't been afforded the I haven't been afforded the privilege to not be aware of all this shit. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. But in their case, they afforded the privilege to to say we don't know. It's like that Dave Chappelle joke, and I'll rap on that. Dave Chappelle made a joke that he was in the car with his white friend, and his white friends were speeding, and they got pulled over by the police. He was describing how these situations could be different for black and white people. He said when the police officer pulled him over and said, hey, uh, you know, you can't do 99 and the 60. His friend said, oh, I didn't know that. Even though, and it's funny, in hindsight, like the joke, but when you think about it, it's legit. Mm -hmm. They legit say that shit to police. Oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Yeah. Sorry. No, now you can't say that. You can never say, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Because they know you know you can't do it. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's the privilege to even because at the end of the joke goes, "Hey Dave, we want to hear something." <laughs> I did know I couldn't do that, <laughs> and so I look at these situations like what's happening at your job. Like 
bitch, quit testing me. You know this shit is fucked up. Why? Yeah. What, what are you? What are you trying to get out of me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you do know you can't do this. You do know you can't say that. Exactly. The question is, do you give a fuck? Possibly. That's what I was thinking when she said that they should know better. I'm like, damn. But do they know better? They do. I, and I'll leave it there. I won't dive all the way into it because I yeah. can go on and on forever about that shit. But they do. They do. But. It is what it is. Don't be afraid to say, hey, that's disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with handling that it that way because nobody's going to press you Yeah. because you said they disrespected you. If you told somebody they was being disrespectful to you, nine times out of ten, an average person is going to apologize quickly. Yeah. Especially at work because the last thing you need is some heat coming down on you at work. True. But that's Any, the thing. Anybody. I feel like I'm playing that fine line. It's like, yeah, I want them to respect me, but I don't want to stay up to the point where they're scared. They're going to be scared of you regardless. Mm. I feel like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that. I don't mind them being scared. I don't want to talk to you niggas, so leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, I, that's a whole other story. Um, Yo, check us out. You can visit us at kickashitpod.com. Check out our uh, check out our affiliates, One Condoms. Hit the banner at the top. Check out the one condoms. Hit the banner at the top. Check out a new movie from Voodoo this week. Rent something new. Check out the movie that Johnny suggested. What's the name of the movie again? Uh, Game Night. Game Night. Check out Game Night. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Kicking Shit Pod. That's K I C K I N. We all know how to spell shit pod. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Johnny, what can they find you on the social media? Yo, you know what I'm saying. On IG, you can slide in my DMs on IG. J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. You know what it is. And you know, you can um, follow my thoughts on Twitter at the same thing. J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. And also, you can holler at your boy, Jumpman Jones, um, a.k.a. Soul Train Company on Instagram, like the soul of a shoe, and Soul Train Co. on Twitter. Listen, episode 30 is a wrap. Y'all have a beautiful Monday. We love y'all. It's holiday season, nigga. Free Takashi. Free 6 9 nigga.